Hey, Kevin Draves here with The Howl for Diamond Box Bluetooth Speakers. I got to tell you, I play basketball at the gym down the road for me all the time. And sometimes I go late at night. I bring my Diamond Box. And now they're introducing three new systems. The new L2, XL2, and M2 all feature stereo sound by themselves or split stereo sound with wireless syncing of two units for a live sound experience. Loud enough for any environment. And I kid you not, you could play this at low volume and you'll hear it in any room of your house. This is the most powerful Bluetooth boombox speaker on the market today. Check them out on Twitter at Diamond Box Co. That's box with two X's, Diamond Box Co. Tonight, you folks at home and we here in the Coliseum will watch history in the making. The first game ever for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Welcome, everybody, to The Den. This is The Howl. We would like to welcome you to the Nothing But Net channel on Dash Radio. Nothing But Net is a channel like no other that features all teams and all topics from everybody's favorite sport, basketball. The Howl is brought to you by our wonderful supporting partners, Rhymesayers Entertainment, the pinnacle of underground hip-hop worldwide, Studio 23, where passion reigns supreme, and Isabel Street Heat, adding a bit of spice into your everyday life. All audio equipment on the Howl is brought to you by Rode Microphones, studio quality with easy accessibility since 1967. I am the underhand free throw of the radio world, your host, Kevin Draves. To my right is Aaron I Got Next Groshan, the producer of our show. And to the left is Rob Hookshot Hess, who is the jack of all trades for the program. Quarter three of the Howl here on the Nothing But Net channel on Dash Radio. It is our 2K all-day simulation. And Rob, this week we are going to take a look, kind of mock up what a what a Timberwolves offseason may look like here, correct? Yep, and we're going to be – so we normally do simulations. We don't spend a ton of time in the offseason. We're going to spend more time than we normally would, at least in this first offseason. We'll probably do more seasons – but just to kind of get an idea of what's possible, go over the free agents that are listed and take a look at the Wolves cap situation, take a look at the draft. So the goofy thing I will say about 
the way this simulation is going to work. We were having an issue with the start today aspect of yep. NBA 2K19. It was crashing. So instead of trying to figure out what the issue was with the system, what we ended up actually doing is just re- redoing the whole season. Well, the crazy thing is we redid the whole season. We changed up the staff. So we've made Ryan Saunders the coach. And the team, surprisingly, is uh, amazing. Yeah, uh, at the All-Star break, they are 23 games above 500. I don't even know what to say. And we're talking like, now we started to lose a lot more games, I will say, now the second half of the season. It's coming back, you know, more so to where we're at. But at 41-19, and you're talking about like big wins against the Rockets, which that's realistic. We actually did do that. Yep, but Uh, beating the Warriors, beating the Celtics and the Rockets two days apart from each other, both road games too, I believe they were. Yep. Um, now the one thing we have done is now normally we would turn off. Uh, I will say normally we turn off injuries. We didn't turn off injuries. We were going to do that in the off season since this first season doesn't matter much. And what we're going to end up doing is giving the wolves the 12th pick, which is where they're at currently. Yeah. Via. Yeah. We looked at uh, a couple draft websites and, and kind of got everything squared away. And I will say one of the draft sim lottos uh, or draft lotto sims that I ran took me 16 tries to get the Wolves to move in either direction from the 12 spot. And when they did move, they went up eight spots to the number four spot. Now, whoever is sitting at 12 when we do the lottery, because it won't be us, but whoever is sitting at 12, if they move up, then the Wolves would move up is how we're going to do it. So we're going to do Works you for know, me. just the standard lottery. Yep. Wolves are sitting, by the way, 46 and 27. So they did come back to earth quite a bit considering – we are at one point twenty and three, so they they have come back to earth quite a bit, but still, you're talking a team that ultimately is going to get pretty close to fifty wins. Although it looks like at the end of the season here, wins were pretty tough to come by. We're at forty eight and twenty nine. All right, forty nine and twenty nine. So we could still we could actually hit fifty wins. Now again, this doesn't really matter all that much, but it just kind of in the grand scheme of things, if you were like. What would happen if the Wolves had never had Jimmy Butler and didn't have Tom Thibodeau to start the season? And, of course, as you pointed out, maybe it's just the, the secret recipe is Cam Reynolds. Yeah, Cam Reynolds. Welcome to the squad. Um, taking a look at the superlatives quick, even though, again, it doesn't matter. The whole point of this is just to look at the mock offseason. We do have MVP James Harden. Trey Young is your rookie of the year. Sixth man of the year is Chris Middleton. Giannis, defensive player. Jonas Valanciunas is your most improved. And coach of the year is Mike D'Antoni. So nothing really jumping off the page. Carl Towns is third team All-NBA. And nobody uh, – oh, Robert Covington, who is actually hurt. Ah, he hurt his knee just like in real life. Hey. So you, we got that going for us. He is uh, making all-defensive second team. In real life, that obviously won't happen. What also won't happen is the Wolves getting the four seed. Playing the five seed, Denver Nuggets. 52 and 30. So anyways, we're just going to simulate through uh, the playoffs here. We're not going to go game by game or anything because, again, this doesn't really matter in the grand grand scheme of things as to what we're actually trying to accomplish here. It's more so taking a realistic look at the offseason. Maybe the, maybe we'll get lucky and the Wolves will lose in the first round of Denver. And there you go. It worked out. We lost. Go so figure. there's that. Go um, figure. You're missing Robert Covington, which is... You know, which is, again, that's also realistic because that's what we're going with. Once the offseason starts, we will change it over to no injuries because that way it keeps it uh, kind of as status quo as you can as far as uh, any of the simulations we do. And Den- Denver went on to get swept by Houston in the uh, in the second round. Yep, Denver, I, I don't think there's any chance Denver would get swept by Houston. I will say that. But, again, we also wouldn't have been the four seed. So it is what it is. Uh, championship, by the way, is Raptors, Rockets, 
It is going to seven games, and Rockets are your NBA champions. I don't think that's happening. I guess it's possible, but I, I don't think it's happening. No, I think the NBA would love it, those uh, seven games between the Rockets and the Warriors in the Western Conference Finals and yep. then seven games in the Finals. Definitely. I think Definitely. that's ideal for uh, for the NBA from that standpoint. So here we go into the offseason. Now, I think we'll, we'll kind of go over some of the stuff. Now, Vince Carter, it says, is a player retirement. He has actually said he's going to come back next year. Good. So he is not going to retire. He can still jump out of the gym. Uh, some of the guys that have retired, Jason Terry list here, Dirk Nowitzki, Paul Gasol. I think Paul could retire. I could see it. I could see that. But he's you know, he's still okay, I guess. Um, Nene retires. Joe Johnson. Wait, Richard Jefferson retired. Didn't he already retire? Maybe. And Mano Ginobili already retired. Uh, Nick Collison already retired. Emeka Okafor has technically not retired. Although he is a guy we really like now in my team. Yep, Diamond Emeka Okafor. Yep, that madness card is very good. And Damian Wilkins, former Timberwolf, they actually have listed as part of the player retirements. Taking a look at the Hall of Fame inductees, again, we are going to just go over the offseason a little more thoroughly. And Dirk Nowitzki and Vince Carter, no shock, are your two Hall of Fame inductees. How about any jersey retirements? Same, uh, Manu Ginobili and Dirk Nowitzki. Vince Carter does not get his jersey retired, maybe because he played for every team in the league. Yeah, probably. But I would think the Raptors would do it at yep. some point. Agreed. I think that would end up happening. So here we go at the league meetings. And it looks like uh, the uh, draft lottery was changed. Odds of obtaining a top three pick are based on the team's final record. So I don't know. I don't see how that – what does that change? No idea. So I don't know if it's just – is it just based on your record then? I don't know. That's confusing. So I'm not going to worry about it. So here we go. We jump ahead to the draft lottery. And again – the team that is sitting in the 12 spot, which in this case would be the Nets, are the team. Oh, okay. So look at the look at the percentages now. What about them? So the number one team to win the lottery, the Heat, have an 8.2% chance of getting the number one overall pick. Oh, so they just have the best odds? So the odds changed, and it's more spread out. Because if you go down to the 14, which is the Lakers, they're at 6.2%. Oh, yeah. So it's you actually have a better chance of moving up. Yeah, Interesting. Okay. Well, we're the 12. All right. Sorry, so Nets. Nets. And the Nets, by the way, are going to make the playoffs probably, so they wouldn't like. Yeah, be so in it's the a lottery. good trade. So it's a good it, trade. we'll make it work. Um, I don't think we should skip to the lottery results. I think we should go through and watch. So Lakers are projected to be 14th, and they stay at 14. I think we're all pretty happy about that. Yeah. Although I think they are going to be higher in, re- in real life, most likely. I but, agree. But again, we're not, we're not worried about the other teams. We're just worried about the Wolves. Uh, 13th is the New Orleans Pelicans, and they stay the same. I, I, I will say, even though the, the odds are a little better, I, I doubt that anyone moves up. Yeah. But or if anyone's massive. going to, hopefully it's number 12, the Nets. No. Oh. So we're stuck at 12. I don't care about the rest of these teams then. We're just going to skip. So there it is. Uh, the number one. So the Heat ended up getting it anyways. The Heat got the pick. Nothing really okay. changed. So there's that. Uh, I guess we'll take that. Uh, Celtics, by the way, with the eight pick in the draft, so they're going to be really good. So that's fun. And again, oh, so, so this is something we've noticed. There's an there's a flaw in the 2K framework where no matter what happens, they for some reason think the Celtics get Minnesota's pick. It's still in there. Yeah, I see. and we yeah, can't figure out why. 26. There's no trades that the Celtics and the Wolves have made that would that would account for this. We have our pick this year, so this is flawed. And again, sorry Celtics, you're not getting our pick. In fact, the Nets are getting it. So. We will make that trade um, off air and then uh, take a look at, at what's available there. The only player or the only position we actually have to go after as far as the staff is concerned is the trainer. Now, in real life, 
this is where a big decision comes down. In it's and so since we're doing the mock offseason, we should talk about that. But based on what I've heard from Glenn Taylor, and based on a lot of reports, it does sound like Ryan Saunders is going to stay, and I'm I'm totally okay with that. I am too. Now, I, I think I, I've I've seen some on Wolves Twitter that are very unhappy with that. And my question that uh, I mean honestly, why? I mean, some people are going to say, "Oh, it's the country club mentality," blah 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 blah. But if you look at who knows the most about these players? If you look at some of the things that we've been able to get done with Ryan Saunders here this season, I mean, the Wolves are a number one, are the number one offensive rebounding team in the NBA. And I mean, so there's a lot of little things here and there that the Wolves are improving on. The Wolves are doing well. And uh, in my opinion, I'm, I, I think Ryan Saunders deserves to stay. And the one thing I will say, and this is this is valid, but again, this is kind of how Minnesota teams do this. We kind of tend to screw up the order of things. And the way people, the one thing people are upset about a little bit, in, and it makes sense to me, is the logic behind, well, shouldn't the general manager that they bring on get to choose who their coach is? But at the same time, I would argue uh, the way it works is, I mean, Ryan Saunders was given this time to prove himself. I, th- I think he's done a very good job with what he's worked with. And it's no different really than when the twins did it. Now the twins did it with Paul Molitor and ended yep. up not working for them, obviously. Yep. But I think in this case, the players really respect Ryan Saunders. And I think it makes a lot of sense for the team in general. I, I really like what he's been able to do with the team. And especially given day in and day out, he doesn't even know who he's going to have on the roster because so many guys are hurt. I mean, there's so many injuries. As far as the GM and the game is concerned, technically the way it works is we're the GMs. So we would be, uh, just as an example, some of the GMs that are out there, you have Chauncey Billups is a name that's been pretty popular, and he has been linked to the Wolves. You have Fred Hoiberg, who did say he would be willing to take a GM role with the right team. I, to, for my money, I would assume that it would have to be the Wolves. I mean, that's, that makes the most sense. Yep. I don't think there's a lot of other teams out there that he would be like, yeah, I think GM sounds good. He actually has been in our front office. He was the assistant GM. For anyone that doesn't remember this, the Wolves, when he was assistant GM, we drafted O.J. Mayo, and he came out after and said, we had drafted O.J. Mayo for us. And then midnight comes around, he traded him, which was a great idea in the end. Yep. We got Kevin Love Kevin out of that Love. deal, which Kevin Love ended up getting us Andrew Wiggins, which that's a whole other topic. But my point is just, <laughs> you know what? It worked. I think in the end it worked out for us, uh, you know, as far as, I mean, O.J. Mayo's not even in the league anymore. He's done some shady stuff. Yep. So I think it worked out, but in this case, we end up the, the two guys we end up signing that would be kind of front office guys would be Twin Olson is our CFO. He's an A plus for potential. Which and if then, that dude was a real person, sign him right now. Yeah, just get him on the rock. The, and then you have Jordan Davis is our assistant GM. So as far as candidates are concerned, again we talked about Chauncey Billups makes sense. And then I can't think of his name offhand, but the assistant GM currently with the Celtics is another popular name that we'd probably go after, I would guess. But so that does it for the staff. We did get an A trainer, which is good because then you're able to send guys to training camps. So we will pause here quick. We got to update the draft order, and then we'll jump into the draft. You're listening to The Howl. This is Nothing But Net on Dash Radio. All right, so the way it worked is we made the trades. We now have the 12th pick, but we also have the first pick in the second round because that's where the Heat finished in this simulation because we do have their pick. We don't have our own pick, but we do have the Heat's pick in this upcoming draft. So here we go. We are at the NBA draft. Now, since we are trying to go with uh, an actual mock offseason, we'll kind of go through the picks as they go through. 
So no surprise, Zion Williamson is the number one overall pick. Goes to the Heat, who did somehow end up winning the draft lottery. Yep. So kudos to them. You have number two pick is R.J. Barrett. I don't think that's probably likely to happen, but that's the way this draft kind of fell just based on the way the user who created this draft class made it. Uh, third pick to the Memphis Grizzlies is Bull Bull. That's another pick that likely will not happen. Big men and foot injuries are never good. The game does not account for that, of course. So if he was healthy, maybe. Well, and and the Grizzlies would be a team that would be looking for a big because they did get rid of Mark Gasol. They've got they got Jonas Valanciunas, but uh, I think looking for some youth there would be a, a good choice. And they've got Jaron Jackson Jr. at that four spot. So got him and Bull Bull together know, would be that'd be kind of fun. Nasty. Uh, fourth pick in the draft here is Rue Hachimura from Gonzaga. We have, let's see. It would be a good good pick for them to replace Kristaps. John Morant, who a lot of people are big on, is going fifth. He's a very, very good player. Yep. Ends up getting sixth man of the year a lot uh, in these simulations, actually. Uh, Jarrett Culver goes to the Atlanta Hawks. Now, again, we're not really commenting necessarily on the players themselves. We're just going over what the order ended up being here in this sim. Kobe White is your point guard going to the Suns. What about uh, who does Boston take? They get Romeo Langford from Indiana, the shooting guard. The Hawks on the clock at nine take Lewis King from Oregon. Uh, Orlando Magic take Shamori Pons. Uh, Minnesota. Six one point guard. Minnesota guy. Uh, the Hornets take Cam Reddish at 11. And now we are at the Wolves pick. All right, so we'll kind of go through uh, Trey Jones. Is one player I would definitely consider. It makes your decision. Uh, I don't know if it's necessarily easy or harder, depending on how you look at it, um, about whether you're going to keep Tyus Jones or not. Yep. So that's kind of interesting. You have uh, Jordan Bone. I can't say I, I know a ton about him. You have Luke May. Those are some of the big names. So it's a lot of point guards. Uh, Luke May would be a power forward, 22. But he's a, he was a little old for my taste. I'd like to get someone a little younger if we can help it. Quentin Grimes would be a one in one I, guy that's available. Personally, I think at this spot, depending on who's available, I do think the Wolves look point guard. Ultimately, I think when you look at it, the center position, I think the power forward position, um, is maybe one that they would address in the second round. Um, but with the possibility of D Rose not signing um, again and kind of unknown with Tyus Jones. I think the Wolves would look point guard here. um, What do you say? Let's just make it interesting. We grab Trey Jones. Perfect. I don't know that we've done simulations where we've had Trey Jones. So I think he could be kind of a fun option. Uh, One guy that they list here, and he, I don't think he's coming out this year because he's still been injured, is Jonte Porter. I was a huge fan of his going to the draft last year. He stayed in, got hurt immediately. It's really been unfortunate for for what that family's had to deal with. You talk about Michael Porter Jr. and his issues. Yep. Still, you know, an issue there. And then you have Jonte Porter's hurt. So that's definitely a little rough. But we will take Trey Jones here at twelve. I, I probably now again we're not we're not going over mock drafts things like that. We haven't. A lot of times we will dive into draft coverage. We really get big into that here on the Howl. So this is we're not saying this is necessarily where Trey Jones is going to go. But in this first initial off season, we are going to draft Trey Jones with this pick. Going through, we might as well uh, just kind of, we'll keep going through the draft just yeah. to see where things go. DeAndre Hunter is the pick for the Pelicans. Small forward. Uh, you look at the Lakers, they take Brandon Clark. Very good player out of Gonzaga, power forward. Looking at the next pick, the Hawks. By the way, the Hawks have a lot of picks in this draft. Yeah, they do. 
Well, they they, they have a lot of needs. I mean, they that's need a, a lot that's a young rebuilding yep. team. Oh, we actually have a trade. Interesting. Uh, all right, so the Hawks traded their first round pick for Etwan Moore and Mike Conley. Interesting. So now Lugens Dort, who actually Draft Express rankings listed as third here, uh, third best available player in the draft. He's out of Arizona State. Let's see. We have uh, – who are the Pacers taking? They get a guy that I really like, especially in 2K, Ignis Brazadakis from Michigan. Uh, Gopher fans are, are familiar with him, as we just saw him on Saturday. Um, but he gets really good in this game uh, if, he's, uh, if he's developed properly. Good to know. Good to know. Uh, Detroit Pistons take Chris Wilkes out of UCLA with the 17th pick. Spurs at 18 take Carson Edwards from Purdue. Another guy that Gopher fans are pretty pretty familiar with. Uh, Matisse Tibble from Washington State goes to the Utah Jazz. Keldon Johnson from Kentucky going to the Blazers at number 20. Uh, the Wizards at 21 take Tyus Battle from uh, Good player Syracuse. player out of Syracuse, yeah. Yep. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks take Kai Bowman from Boston College. So we're only a few. We're only about seven picks away for, from when we're actually getting to go again. Boston Celtics will take Charles Matthews from Michigan, and the Sixers with the twenty fourth, their pick they will well, they have a trade. trade it away to the. Why Mavericks would you do this? This is a terrible trade. JJ Barea and a second, which is thirty fifth overall. That's a gross pick. Makes no sense. The Mavericks take Goga. Bitadze from the Republic of Georgia. Sure, why not, I guess. 6'11 center. Uh, going, uh, going with the foreign-born lineup with Chris Stops uh, and uh, uh, Chris, uh, Luca. Yep. My gosh, I couldn't yep. pronounce Luca for a minute there. You've got uh, – so now we jump into uh, the Nets have two picks in a row, actually. So Jordan Bone is the first one at pick 25. And then at pick 26, they take Luke May, which is pretty good value. He was one of the top available yep. players when we were picking earlier. I kind of hoped he might slip to us, but nothing wrong with that. P.J. Washington is the pick at 27 for the Spurs. Power forward out of Kentucky. Oklahoma City is up next. They take Simasola Shilu out of Vanderbilt. He is a power forward. And we're, we're just two picks away now from the Wolves' next pick. Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Virginia Tech shooting guard. And here we go. So the Cavs take Admiral Schofield. Oh, I would have loved him on this team. Yep, yep. I, I would have to agree. Here we go. All right, so it's us. We'll take a look at who's actually available. Quentin Grimes, he was an interesting name just in terms of his overall and his age. He's still available. Is there anyone that you've had pretty good luck with as far as simulations are concerned? Uh, Seiko Dembuya, I've had pretty good luck with him. He is the 10th overall player as far as uh, Draft Express ranking. 19 years old, a B-minus overall, 6'11 wingspan, 6'10. I'd say let's do it. That's pretty good. Nas Reed is another one. How about Nas Reed, actually? Look at this. 7'2 wingspan, 6'8. Man, you got a couple guys. Jonte Porter. Again, I don't want to take Jonte Porter because he's not really healthy, and so we're not really able to yeah. get a good read on that. Yep, absolutely. Should I'd, we take... say, I'd say take Dumbuya. Uh, okay. Dumbuya. All right. Dumbuya is our pick here at number 32, and I think we can just kind of simulate through the rest. Yeah, we don't have any other picks. So Lots that kind of gives you an idea of, of some of the players names. and where they could possibly go. There's definitely some players that are missing from that list. Stein, both the rookies, I think that made the most sense for what we wanted to accomplish. 
Which Looking in, in, in reality, too, Rob, sorry to interrupt. No, it's uh, all right. The, the big thing here, too, to remember is the Wolves don't have a lot of cap space. But um, So the, the picks for the Wolves in this year's draft are going to be super valuable picks because they're going to be guys that, you know, we can we can afford to have and they're going to be guys that we're going to hopefully be able to build around because we're not going to have the money in free agency to splash on a lot of players Agreed. so this this draft is very important for the wolves based off of that standpoint of we don't have cap space so this is going to help fill out the roster the wolves need to draft well because like i said this is going to fill out the roster and you're yep. going to see these picks get some 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 minutes as we go through i mean look at Kata bates diop he didn't play the first yep. half of the season. And he's looked good in his minutes, too. And now with the injury to Covington and the point guard injuries and everything like that, he's getting some run. And and look what he's done. I mean, And a good shout out to 2K because they've when we've done simulations with Kata Bates, he gets pretty good and he's very valuable. Yep. So they saw it. They knew that was coming. Yep. Now, we were fans of his on the Howl. That was a player we were really excited about when we got drafted. So I, I'm very well, pleased. He fell to us. I mean, the Wolves looked at, at taking 48. him. The, the Wolves looked at taking him in the first round with their Akogi pick. We looked at him at 20. I know shortly after we drafted, the Pacers also almost took him. But those we were the two names kind of linked to him. And so once we passed, he started to drop. And again, it's not because he's not talented. It's mainly because of age. You know, he was a four-year player. Yep. And a lot of times that does hurt because he was Big Ten Player of the Year. Let's not pretend he's not a guy that has a good pedigree. He does. It's just one of those things where he wasn't necessarily in the plans exactly. for some teams. In the offseason, of course, one of the big things coming up is going to be what happens with Jeff Teague. In this scenario, he does accept his player option. Now, I will say most people agree he likely accepts his player option. There are some people that have come out and said, well, what if he says to himself, I'd rather like sign with another team and get like maybe a three- or four-year deal with a team that's maybe got a better chance of doing something. That could happen, but ultimately... Yeah, if, if, if Teague's not about the money, I mean, he's 31. If he wants to get on a, on a, a quicker path to, a, win, to a, a possible championship, I could definitely see him opt out. But um, in, in looking at uh, uh, former Howell guest Darren Wolfson's tweets, it does sound like Jeff Teague has no value in the trade market currently because when, of this contract. When he becomes... So he'll be an expiring contract... So I think there will be maybe Next some year. more value. So this well, this offseason, he's already an expiring come this offseason. Well, if he accepts. Well, I mean, my point is I think he will. But, uh, but I'm saying Darren Wolfson was saying at the trade deadline this year. Yes, There correct. was no value for him yep. because of this player option. And I know had. I've spoken to some other Wolves fans. A lot of people have kind of accepted the fact that they think he's going to be on the team. I think that's, that's pretty fair to say. But again, so in this scenario, he does accept that trade op player option. I think he'll be here, ultimately. And so I, I don't think we look to trade him. No. We could maybe see... Well, actually, let's do this. Let's just go over the options that are available to us if we did trade him. So if we go into Trade Finder, what are the things that 2K says, these are options out there for us? I think we could do that once he actually accepts the deal. Yeah. So we'll go into... When you get into actual free agency, we'll take a look and just see what's out there. Yeah. So that's a team play. That's the only player option or team option out there with the team as it is currently. And like I said, we did it. It was accepted by the player. Now, when you look at qualifying offers, the only one that's really going to be a big deal, and I think this is important, is Tyus Jones. Now, if the cards fell this way, I gotta figure Tyus to be like, yeah, you know, I could, I could, I could do this. But again, if you, how about this? Looking at this specific scenario, if you did pick up Trey Jones, and you want to, obviously, I think. 
if you if you were to not pick up Tyus Jones and you had Trey, I feel like there's some some interesting issues that could yeah. arise there. And so, I think I think that's why I like even if even if Trey's available to the Wolves at twelve, let's say we end up at twelve, Trey's there at twelve, and that's where he's projected to go. I'm seeing I don't know where you're seeing him fall, but I'm seeing kind of the high teens for Trey Jones. It's all I, I've seen different things. It's it kind of depends. But if I'm the Wolves, I think that's something where you can't take Trey. As much as you potentially need a point guard, you know, if you're losing Rose and if if uh, uh, Teague declines his offer. I mean, if he's your best player available, though, I think you do take him. It's just, I think it just sets for a multitude of issues. I know one player that some people, I think it's, if I recall, I was looking at some of the other Wolves fans that are kind of like me and Aaron are big into the draft. I want to. I think it was Cam Reddish was the guy that people were like, "Oh, what about like he could be a good fit?" He went the pick right before the Wolves yep. did in this mock, but he could be a guy that could make some sense. I'm hearing some people call him Andrew Wiggins. I don't know about that. Wiggins esque. I have not heard that. I have heard people talk about um, R.J. Barrett possibly as a Wiggins type player. That's a well, guy. Maybe that's who it was, and I'm just getting confused. That could be, but I, I know you know a, a friend of mine. Uh, from Twitter, uh, Travis Check. Oh, sorry, that's right. Darius Garland is the guy that he pointed out, and I'm not even sure. I don't even know if he ended up getting drafted. Might have in the he second round. He might not be in this user, but he's a guy sim, that, yeah. um, you know, he got hurt, so he actually uh, ended up tearing his meniscus, and then he dropped out of Vandy. But he could be a guy that could be available, one of the better shooters in the draft. So he's a guy that could be targeted. Now I don't know if he's. I'm not saying he's going to be a guy at 12, but maybe just a draft target in general. So that'd be, that'd be something to keep in mind yeah, absolutely. as far as uh, the team is concerned. We did put we're – at, we're at the moratorium right now. We did put Jeff Teague into the trade finder, and it'd be interesting. Just to, We're kind of going to go over the offers as they see them, and you're not going to get great offers. I mean, let's be honest. No. But sometimes 2K thinks that the league is a little more lenient than they really are as far as who they'll take on and things like that. I so, think the Wolves here, the big goal is just to kind of get rid of... I mean, it's it's an expiring contract. So if they can try to get some youth, I think that's the way they'd go. So or we'll go... try we'll, to cut some of the salary. Yeah, I could see that. So we'll go we'll go trade by trade. Um, let's just do... We'll just do every other. So I'll do the first one, you do the okay. next one, and we'll kind of comment on them. So the first trade offer would be Jeff Teague going to the Cavaliers for John Henson and Langston Galloway. I will say this, I don't love that trade. I don't even like that trade. And I don't want necessarily want Jeff Teague here, but I don't think it does anything for us. And even though the salaries, you're, I guess you'd, you'd free up a tiny bit of cap space. Yeah, just basically about uh, what, one like and a million? half million. Yeah, so for me, I, I think I'd rather just keep the chemistry and keep Jeff Teague here. He's a good dude. Not that those guys aren't. I just I don't think we need to make any sort of changes like that. So I would decline. What are your thoughts? I would too. Yep. I don't think we need... With with our our center core the way it is, I don't think we would need to at all. Uh, the next trade up is with the Clippers, uh, Teague and a first uh, swap, uh, basically swapping with swapping first with the Miami Heat's pick that the Clippers own for their first and Evan Turner. Uh, That's a pretty is, blah trade to me. This is a this is a big no for me. Um, again, you're you're saving. Uh, Basically, just shy of $400,000 on this trade, and you're swapping firsts. Do, We're do you giving remember, them our best first for their worst. Do you remember the night of the lottery when uh, Evan Turner was, was set to come out, and we, got, we dropped, and Evan Turner said, sorry, Wolves fans, because he, was, he knew we, were, we wanted him. Yep. Now, granted, 
I don't dislike Evan Turner. I think there's lots of things to like about his game, but he never turned out to be the player everyone hoped he would. No, uh, no. Uh, I, this, this is a big no trade. But for this me. is a very blah trade. I don't, it doesn't do much for me. The next trade would be with the Grizzlies. We send Jeff Teague there for Kenrick Williams and Javon Carter. I would do this trade. I don't hate this trade, actually, only I, because you're getting some youth. Well, not just that, but look at the salary you're cutting. Correct. Like that fi- would be basically too. like $15 million, $16 million in salary I, space. I, let's say this, too. Let's add in, I think, especially with this one, whether it's realistic or not, and I would say it's not. No. This is, this is a trade that the Grizzlies aren't doing. The Wolves would probably do it, I would I Well, would no, think. and remember in this simulation, the Memphis Grizzlies traded away Mike Conley, so they're in need of a point guard. So I think that might be the only reason why they'd be looking to get Jeff Teague. Yep, I think that makes sense. But ultimately, we're, we're, I'd, I'd do it, but I it's not realistic. Not. And so, Correct. again, when we try to do these mock off seasons, I get that sometimes it's not perfectly accurate or it's necessarily like, oh, yeah, that, that for sure could make a lot of sense. But in this case, I think we want to decline because it just doesn't make a lot of sense for the Grizzlies. Correct. So what do you take the next one, Kev? Uh, so the next trade is uh, Jeff Teague and our first in 2021 top three protected to the Hawks for Kent Bazemore and Alex Len. Uh, this pick for me is a no-go uh, for two reasons. One, we are taking on uh, $4.4 million in salary, and Alex Len is, in my opinion, hot garbage. Well, and, and Kent Bazemore is making too much money. Why would I give up a first-round pick to take on more salary? The well, whole reason I would do this. all expiring contracts. Yeah, but the whole reason I would do this is to have extra cap correct. space. Correct. Uh, if, but even then, think about this: if you get rid of Teague, you don't get cap space. You're still over the cap. Correct. So you're not even necessarily helping yourself. So you, if, the only way you would really trade Jeff Teague is if you were. I guess that's not true. You could. You would get cap space to sign to re-sign Tyus Jones. Yeah. So you could re-sign your own players. But aside from that, it's not like you're getting extra cap space to spend in free agency. So, yeah, I'm with you. I would say no to this. It just doesn't yep. make a lot of sense. No dice. Because we don't really gain anything, and we're giving up a first. So, no thank you. Next one, uh, Miami Heat. We're trading Jeff Teague for Goran Dragic. You know, it's this is a weird trade. I don't, I don't think I would do it. I don't think I would do it. I would. Um, and the reason being, A, uh, He's on an, they're both, I mean, he's on an expiring contract. Yes, he's two years older than Jeff Teague, but I mean, he was an all star this year. I mean, that's, that's the thing. Now, granted, he's coming out of Miami. Well, he's an all star in the East. Correct, but still, I just, for me, I think that he does not have an option either. I want to make sure he didn't have an option. Yeah, so no option. You get rid of him after one year. I think he, his game is, is a little bit more well-rounded for me than Jeff Teague. And I, and at least in the games that I've watched of his, he's a little less streaky. So I would say this is a deal that I would take. Surprisingly, 2K actually has Jeff Teague as more valuable. They have him as a two and a half star and Goran Dragic is a two, pretty much a wash. So I, if they did the trade, I think it's kind of blah. I just don't think it gives you the upside you want. He's 33. He's two years older. I don't think it's a realistic trade. I don't think the Heat are knocking down the door. No, there were some Jeff Teague. I will say there were some rumors around the trade deadline with with things about Jeff Teague going to the Suns or something and Goran Dragic coming here, like a bigger a bigger scope trade. Yeah, it was, and actually it might have been around the Jimmy Butler time. Now that I say that, or or possibly around the Anthony Davis side of things too. But, I remember, but nothing there was really some, happened. There was some third teams that were looking potentially to be involved. So uh, Charlotte Hornets, uh, Jeff Teague for center Bismack Biombo 
and a first lottery protected in 2021. Uh, Bismack does not have an option. He's got one year, $17 million on his deal. Uh, and we would have his bird rights. Now, he did have an option. That's why he's still available. Okay. Because we made the mistake in earlier ones to trade for him, thinking he was not, he was expiring and not looking. Yeah. So he has picked up his option, which is why the Hornets are getting rid of him. This is a... I don't. This trade doesn't make any sense to me for the Hornets. Why would they do this? I don't. I don't understand it because unless they're unless they're worried about losing Kemba, but I don't think they are. And even if they were worried about losing Kemba, I don't think Jeff Teague's Jeff the Teague's not the answer. So this trade doesn't doesn't make a lot of sense. I could actually see why the Wolves would do it. Yes, hundred percent. Get an extra first. So would I do this trade? Yes, of, of you course. You get a I defensive would. center in Bismack Biombo. So I would do this. Yes, but, but it's not realistic. It's not realistic. Uh, offer number seven, we have the Jazz. There's there's no way the Jazz would do Well, I, I, I don't think they would do it. This is Jeff T going to the Jazz for a top 10 protected first-round pick in t- 2020 and Georges Niang. Ah, there was talk that there was talk about how they wanted to upgrade. I don't think they're sold on Rubio. I don't think they are either. They were looking to ship fact, them at the trade deadline. There was a... Uh, in, in talking with someone that was on our network before, we had someone that used to cover the Jazz for us. And he mentioned that they would probably do that because he was pretty down. He was like, yeah, you can have Rubio. He's available. So I, I, this is probably not as far-fetched as we think. The first-round pick is what I don't think they would throw in. But maybe if they would, if it was a Rubio-esque type trade, Ru- I could Rubio see Rubio for T? Now, Rubio is a free agent. Yes. So, so that's the reason why he's not going to be traded, obviously. He's not part of that deal. So... Could I see the Jazz wanting Jeff Teague? Yes, I think there's a possibility. Would they include a first-round pick? That seems unlikely. Top 10 protected 2020 makes it a little better. I could see it. There, I mean, the Jazz are a, are a, a consistent play. They did give team. us a pick for Rubio. Exactly. And most people weren't th- we didn't think Rubio had much value. Exactly. So. Next up is with the Kings. So it would be our first in 2020 and Jeff Teague for Frank Mason. And Bogdan Bogdanovich, I would say yes. I would say yes to this trade, probably, but I don't see why they would do it. I don't think they're going to give up Bogdan Bogdanovich and Frank Mason, two relatively young pieces. I know they really like Bogdan there. Yep. They really like him with the Kings. I get that they're taking on a first-round pick, but I don't think they do this. I, I think the Wolves would consider it, but I don't think they would do it, the, the Kings. That makes sense. Next one we have, yeah, okay, the Knicks. This is this is so unrealistic. Done. Yeah, of course we would do this. Done. So Jeff Teague to the Knicks for a first-round pick that's top three protected and a second-round pick in 2020. Done. There's no chance the Knicks do this trade. Absolutely not, but it's done. There's literally zero chance they do this. But uh, we would, of course, do it in a heartbeat, but it's not happening. So we don't even need – let's just – that's we'll end it there. Dang we're not. It. We're not moving on. Dang it. Uh, uh, the Lakers uh, offering a 21 first round pick, Lotto protected, and Mo Wagner. I, of course, I would do this. Anyone in their right mind would do this, except for the Lakers. The Lakers will not do this trade. No, nope. it's just not realistic. So, no chance. There's just no chance. Uh, moving on to the Magic as offer number 11, Jeff Teague to the Magic for DJ Augustine and Solomon Hill. I actually think this tr- this this trade is very realistic. In fact, I talked to the host of – so Stephen Cameron, the host on Nothing But Net on Dash Radio. Stephen Cameron hosts Close Up Magic, and I had a conversation with him a while back, and he actually had said that he would definitely cha- – they would definitely take Jeff Teague there. They really are in need of a point guard. I think this is pretty realistic for the Magic. If I'm the Wolves, 
I don't think I would do this. Would you're you? taking on another million in salary. I don't hate Solomon Hill. We were actually, when we did our free agent tournament a number of years ago, we actually talked about how we liked Solomon Hill. But yep. it, didn't, it didn't work out, and he got overpaid by a lot. Way overpaid. And I believe, so yep, he does not have an option, and either does DJ Augustine. This is not the worst trade ever, but I just don't think it makes sense. I, why, why disrupt your chemistry if you're not getting any sort of an upgrade, and you're not getting any extra cap space? In fact, this would cost us money. Yeah. So I'm I'm out. Nope. Uh, next up, uh, Brooklyn Nets, a one for one trade. Jeff Teague for Shabazz Napier. What are your thoughts? What are you thinking? I like Shabazz Napier. He's younger, no option, uh, money savings. Uh, same overall as Jeff Teague. I mean, if for, they offered this, I would I, I would, would probably it. do it. Yeah, I yep. would probably do it. Uh, moving on to the Nuggets. We have Jeff Teague in a second round pick for Juan Hernan Gomez and Tory Craig. Of course, I mean, of course, I would do this, but the Nuggets aren't doing it. They like Juan Hernan Gomez. Yeah, Juancho. They like Juancho. Yeah. Juancho. I don't, they're not doing it. So I would say so far we've had one, maybe two that were realistic that that I would probably do. So next up is what the Pacers they are offering: Dougie Buckets, Doug McDermott, and Elise Johnson. Uh, Doug McDermott, two years. Part of the, as on his deal making seven point three three mil a year. Elise Johnson one year one point four two. So Wolves saving some money. You get younger guys. I actually two for one. I I, uh, I like this trade. We need depth at the wing position. We do. And so I would be Doug very, McDermott's a I pretty good shooter too. Elise Johnson's still young. He's only twenty three. Pacers used to have Jeff Teague, so I'm sure they would like him. Teague reunion. I actually don't have an issue with this. Now, right now, they have Aaron Holiday. Victor Oladipo, they hope, comes back. But they don't but know, Deep, obviously. Oladipo's a shooting guard. Well, he plays a lot of point, though. He yeah. actually does run the... He, you know, He's kind of the facilitator in a lot of sets. Good point, Rob. So, I could see this being a trade that actually... This, this wouldn't, if this was offered, I could see it. I would, I would probably do it. I'd do it. Yeah. There, so, that's, we've had about two, three trades that I, I would probably do. And next one, we have the Pelicans offering us Jaleel Okafor for Jeff Teague. I would 100% do this trade, I will say. Jaleel Okafor actually has been decent. I mean, much Yeah, but improved. do you think that's a situational thing, or do you think that's him? Okay, but even if it is a situational thing, would I want to bring in Jaleel Okafor to play with his literal best friend? Yeah, I would. Him and Tyus Jones like go way back. They're That's literally true. They best friends. They played a Duke together. I, I would 100% do this trade. I think Julio Okafor is I mean, he's only 23 years old. It's not like he's some old man. That's true. To take a chance on him on one year, he makes almost nothing. Yeah. Yes. 1.7 million. And that frees up a ton of space to sign Tyus Jones. Keep his buddy around. You know, we might have to do this in this mock offseason. We might have to keep this one in mind. Okay. I'm, I'm interested here. Uh, Detroit Pit. Oh, you got the next one. Uh. McCulloch and John Luer. I just say Svee. Svee McCulloch. Svee McCulloch. Yep. Uh, and John Luer, Minnesota native John Luer uh, for Jeff Teague. We do love the one of us crowd. Um, I will say this. I actually really like this deal. Uh, McCulloch is a good shooter. John Luer is a physical big man that I think could benefit a lot, especially with us losing Taj Gibson. I don't hate this trade at and all. And not re-signing him. John Luer would, would be a guy. Why would the Pistons do it, though? Yeah, that's what I'm not sure. Well, they got Reggie Jackson. Yeah, but I, I'm not. I'm gonna go with thumbs down on this. I don't think they I would, would do it. I would love John Luer on this team, though. I think he he would just he would be a physical asset, and he would. I just, just 
bang. I would just say I don't think they do it. I don't think it's realistic. Uh, moving on to the Suns. So Jeff Teague in a second for DeAnthony Melton and Tyler Shake. Johnson. Uh, this is interesting to me. I think they like Melton there, though, and he does have value. I don't think they would do this. Now, I granted, also, I also don't want Tyler Johnson. I don't like Tyler Johnson. I don't want his contract either. I, I'm with you 100%, but I would, of course, take Melton. If we can Melton. get rid of the second and get rid of Tyler Johnson and just Jeff Teague for Shake Melton. But they're not doing it. No, Although, they're not. Again, that was one of the teams that did pop up in those rumors was yep. them taking Jeff Teague on. But this isn't realistic to me. I don't think it's happening. Blazers are next. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Teague in a second for big man Zach Collins. No chance they do this. No, not in a million years. I think we just go right past it. Yep. Not happening. Again, this is another one. There's no way they do this. Nope. Golden State Warriors pop up. Damian Jones and a first-round pick top three protected from the Warriors for Jeff Teague. No chance Absolutely they do Absolutely not. Absolutely no chance. They're not going to they're not going to trade a first to have Jeff Teague come off the bench. And because we've gotten some unrealistic trades to end this one, I think this might be the most unrealistic. Troy Brown Jr. from the Washington Wizards for Jeff Teague and a second. I do that 10 times out of 10 times. I do it a million times. But out the of Wizards times. never will. But they'll never do it. It's just not realistic. I think we do have to decide though. This is a trade that is very intriguing to me. But, again, why would the Pelicans do this trade? Now that we, we, we go back to this, the Jaleel Okafor trade, why would they do it? Why would they want that? Why would they want Jeff Teague? Well, they got Drew. I just – yeah, that's not realistic. So I think we'll pass on these. I think, logically, we probably stick with Jeff Teague. I don't think he's going let's, anywhere. Let's do this. We'll, uh, we won't go as in-depth. Well, let's look again close to the trade deadline and see if anything has changed. Because I, if the – I think – Depending on where if we're he, at. If he accepts, I think, and the Wolves kind of keep on the same path that they are this season, I think he's one that gets moved um, at the deadline for, yeah, ha- for well a, could. basically a half a year kind of thing. Very well could. So, all right. So, we're at the moratorium now. Now, the first thing we always try to do is sign two-way players. And actually, here's the deal. Darius Garland is a free agent. Done. He actually ended up being undrafted. Done. Now, I don't, we can't pick him up. He makes way too, his expected oh, money. Yep. He wants $19 million a year. That's not happening. He's going to get drafted, likely. So, I just don't see this happening. But there he is. Darius Garland is the guy. Now, that's a point guard as well. We don't, in, in this scenario, we don't need a point guard. We have Trey Jones. Correct. But that's a name to keep an eye on. Again, shout out to Travis Lauchek. He really put me on to him, and that's, but that's definitely a name to watch for. So um, taking a look at the players that are actually realistic, we have Brandon Slater. Makes a lot of sense. Uh, uh, there's is, a, a third one down is a name that we usually see that gets yep. really good in this game. I think that's a good idea. We'll grab both those guys. So Brandon Slater, we'll sign him to a two-way contract. And then, of course, one of our favorites – Tyler Davis gets really good in this game. He does. In fact, I don't know that we've had a scenario where he doesn't get good. Now, the only thing I'll say about Tyler Davis is uh, would it make you offered it to Tyler? Would Davis. it make sense to offer him a longer term deal to try to lock him up? So give him a four year deal minimum, like a min type deal, to get to lock up his bird rights. I think we should. I, I like it, it. I don't think we're we're not able to do it in the moratorium though because we don't have the money. But we, we should be able to do it once the regular yes. regular free Correct. agency starts. So we'll, we'll, we'll target someone else as far as our two-way players are concerned. So looking at who's actually available that would take a two-way deal, it doesn't make a ton of money. We have uh, Keenan Evans, actually. He can get pretty good sometimes. And Done. it gives you some good depth. So I think he makes a lot of sense. 22 years of age, he is a pretty good option as a two-way player. 
So that's who we're looking at for two-way guys. Again, we don't have any cap space, so that's going to be a little difficult as far as, like, we're not going after Kevin Durant. We're not going after Kyrie Irving. We get that. Jimmy Butler's a free agent. He is. And, I mean, you got to figure he stays, right? Yeah, I, mean, I, I would guess. say so. There's a lot of big-name free agents available, though. So, all right, so Brandon Slater and Keenan Evans do agree. We do renounce the rights. Now, here, this is interesting. We actually did this as a Howell Hot Topic a few weeks ago. Taj Gibson, on the right deal, would you re-sign yes. him? Yes. And I 100% would. 100%. I don't want to renounce his rights necessarily, but, man, that's a monster cap hold. Yeah, it is. I think we renounce his rights and we try to re-sign him, but that's just too much. Jared Bayless, by the way, I got to talk about this. He stinks. <laughs> I mean, he stinks. When I watch him play now, I have to ask myself, does he understand how basketball works? Because I don't think that he does. He's bad. That's a bad basketball player. I can't get him off, I can't get him off this team quick enough. So going over, since we're doing a, you know, this mock offseason, we really want to go over the different options that are available. So you have, you have the, uh, if you want to renounce the rights to Derrick Rose, which I think they will. Yep. But I know he likes it here. And the, I think the Taylors really like him. So Glenn and Becky, I think, like him a lot. There was a uh, – Darren Wolfson did a, a very good interview with Derrick Rose. Uh, you can find it on, on Doogie's Twitter page. Uh, D. Rose doesn't hold a lot back um, in, in this interview in the sense of talking about his future. And, I mean, he even says he's like, right now, for me, it's not even about the money, which I understand because he's getting paid from Adidas for the next, what, yeah. 10 years? A million years, yeah. I mean – ridiculous and and he's made a lot of money and did he sound like he wanted otherwise. to stay it yeah i, I mean, think he likes it here it's, it's hard to get a read off of him because he doesn't show body language and, and facial emotion a lot but i mean he said he loves it here he said he loves the the team he loves the guys i mean he said in interviews before that he talks more now than he ever used to on the court i don't want him here if I'm being honest, I nothing against him. And I'm not talking about the off the court stuff. I'm not getting into that. But I just don't think he helps this team. So I personally don't want him here. And in this in the mock off season we're doing currently, there's no way we would re-sign him because you've already got Trey Jones. You're going to try to re-sign Tyus. Derrick Rose is gone you in got this Teague. off season, and Antique's still here. So I'm going to say we got to renounce his rights. I I agree with you in that, but I disagree with you. I, I want Derrick Rose on this team for maybe one or two more years. Okay, I, you're going to have to state your case here because the stats don't back it up. For me, it's not about stats when it comes to him. Okay, <laughs> then you really have to back it up. I, I have to hear this. I like Derrick Rose as a locker room guy, as a mentor. I like the ability of what he can do with the second team. I don't think he should start. I think we should keep him around that 15, maybe... 18 minute mark a game. But I just, I think some of the things that Derrick Rose can do are beneficial for this team, even though the stats don't necessarily back it up. No, no, not that they don't necessarily back it up. In fact, they, they flat out spit in your face. As far as your take is concerned, he makes others worse. His net rating is terrible. He doesn't play a lick of defense and he makes others around him worse because he doesn't pass the ball and he's so ball dominant. So you're talking about the, the let's just look at the bench. For example, he basically negates Tyus Jones. He would negate guys like Josh Okogie and Katie Bates Diep because he doesn't pass. And he, again, he plays literally no defense. And that's what you want on this team. Yep. Well, good luck with that, man. But luckily, it did not fall your way here, and he is gone. 
So we move on to the rest of the players. Uh, Taj Gibson, we would agree, we want him back at the right price. Yes, but the right, uh, the right. But price. I'm not, I'm not. You know, the qualifying offer of 17 million dollars. Absolutely, no, not. thank you. Uh, Tyus Jones, of course, we're gonna we're gonna extend that qualifying offer. We have Jared Bayless. We'll announce his rights for the aforementioned reasons. Anthony Tolliver, while I would take him back just because I really like a lot. Not at $7 million. All the things that you mentioned for Derrick Rose are actually true for Anthony Tolliver. And so I like Anthony well, Tolliver. in your opinion, okay. In, in, in everyone's opinion, not named Kevin. Not everybody's opinion. Not named Kevin. Let's, okay, you know what? Let's put a poll up. Who, no, would, we you, who would you rather have? We don't need to put a poll up. No. I, I know the answer already. Believe me. And I'm not, I'm, I'll tell you this right now, we're not getting involved with Rose stands because those, those people are the worst. So we're going to stay away from that. Like, I'm, if people want to stand for Jared like Rose. Afraid. First of all, it, no. But you're becoming a Rose stand now, and that's not I'm a good. I'm not becoming a Rose stand. I mean, you're literally standing for Rose as we I'm speak. I'm not saying we should overpay for him. I'm saying at the right price, I would love to have Derek Rose. What we back will on do is we will move on from both I'm of not them. No, no, no. Hold on a second. I'm not trying to say that I want Derek Rose here, whatever it takes, pay him $55 million, whatever. I'm saying if we can get him on the right deal, I would love to have him back. But I'm not standing for him. If he if it's if it's not going to work out, it's not going to work out. I wish him right. the best of luck. Well, we're wishing him the best of luck. We'll also wish Anthony Tolliver the best of luck. Perfect. All right, uh, I'm, Cam I'm, Reynolds. And, and, and don't get me wrong, I do like Anthony Tolliver. I do not like paying Anthony Tolliver seven million. Now, Cam Reynolds is under contract, I believe, for next year. But it's one of those weird things where like it's not guaranteed and stuff. Pay him but, the money. But I, I think he stays uh, stays here. Uh, and actually, last night's game. Jeff Van Gundy was on record, so he's coached Cam Reynolds. He said Cam Reynolds, he thinks, is in the NBA to stay. He's a big fan of Cam Reynolds. He's a great three-point shooter, and he thinks that's it. He's never going back to the G League. He thinks he's in the NBA to stay. He really, really talked highly of him. I mean, I just got a smile on my face by hearing that. So that's, I want to keep great. Cam Reynolds. We will renounce the rights to Luol Dang. I actually have been very impressed with Lou Dang. In fact, I'm actually okay if we keep that cap hold. It's only $1.5 million. Are you okay with that? For Luol Deng, I like what he's done. He's had a little bit of a resurgence, and I like it. Now, the last two are our two-way players, Jared Terrell. I want to put a cap hold on him. Uh, I do like Jared Terrell quite a bit, and he's good as a depth guy. But I will say adios to C.J. Williams. Are we okay with that? Yes. All right. So that is day one of the moratorium. We move on to day number two. Now, we are not going to make any offers to anybody because we don't have any cap room. And we definitely cannot re-sign Tyus because if you re-sign Tyus or other players that you have possible rights to in the moratorium, sometimes the contract stuff doesn't work out perfectly. So we will wait yeah, on you run that. Yeah, you run into trouble. So there's yep. ways to get around the... Uh... So we're, But again, you always want to make sure that everything's set up the way you want it to. And it is everyone did stay the same. So the, the players want to keep, the players want to move on from are all the same. And again, we so did get our two-way players. Interesting name in the moratorium. Uh, obviously, he's way out of our price range, in my opinion. And he just—it looks like he's already signed. But uh, Tobias Harris was a name that popped yep, up in the moratorium. He did show up, which normally I don't think he's there. Uh, uh-uh. so that's really interesting to me. Whoever whoever signs uh, uh, the the Tobias Harris and and Bogdan was a free agent in this uh, as well. Uh, those are two guys I think that teams are going to be very happy with. So here we talked about, so we're looking at the guys whose bird rights we have. So I'm going to say Jared Terrell, we would offer him. He won't take the, oh, sorry, Cam Reynolds. Cam Reynolds would take the min deal. Would you offer him? Would you be okay with offering him? Four year. I don't think you're going to get him four years on the minimum. Generally guys won't say yes to that, but we could probably get him. Three. I'm not even sure we would do that. Do three with two and a player. Let's see if he would take. See, they won't necessarily do that. Uh, logically, I think one a one-year min deal would make sense. It's kind of a prove-it deal, and then maybe they'd offer him something down the road. Okay. And it's kind of what he's on actually now. 
It's very similar to the deal that we had with who was the three point shooter that we we brought in. Can't think of his name now. He didn't really ever play. Kanan? No, no. Isaiah Kanan was the was the point guard. Well, regardless, like oh James Nunnally. Oh Nunnally. James Nunnally had the same kind of deal, and it was when it was going to become guaranteed, we dropped him. So Cam Reynolds will will sign for the one year min. Looking at if we could get uh, Luol Deng on a two year min, would you take that? Yep. That's probably the the rest of his. I mean, he'd be thirty six at that point. Uh, Jared Terrell. Oh, so we've already actually used all of our offers for for this period. So Cam Reynolds did agree to sign on the one year min. Uh, Luol Deng decided to go to the Pistons. Weird. Good luck with that, man. Have fun. You do you. So we have, let's see. So we had his bird rights, by the way. We did not have, like, we couldn't match him. He's not restricted by any means. The only restricted free agent we have would be uh, Tyus Jones. Yes. So Jared Terrell, looking at him, I would sign him. We've, we've signed him in, in other, uh, other simulations to multiple-year deals. I wouldn't mind having his bird rights in case he does pan out. So maybe give him like a three-year, $13 million deal. Does that okay. work for you? That works. Not making a ton of money, but he's a good bench guy, and he makes a lot of sense to re-sign. So we'll give him a couple days. Yep, and he does re-sign with that deal. So, of course, we look then at Tyus Jones. Now, we're at 12 players currently, so we need two more to reach the minimum amount. So Tyus Jones, obviously, we're going to try to re-sign him. So it looks like we could get him at four years, around $39 million. Oh, so about a nine and nine and change. Not contract. terrible. I, I don't hate that deal. Again, Jeff Teague will be gone sooner than later. So that's a deal that we definitely are okay with. So we're at 13 players now. I think what makes a lot of sense is bringing in some sort of a specialist. Would you be okay with bringing in a guy like Bertans. Seth Curry? What about Bertans? Nine. He's going to, I mean, you're, you're probably going to get the min out of him. Uh, he's a 72 overall. A, my, or a plus from three point B minus mid. Um, I just I, I think having him on the team probably be able to pay him a little bit less than uh, than Seth Curry. Well, they're both going to be min guys, so they're going to make the exact same. Well, Seth Curry is expecting three, almost four mil a season. Wow, that's so that's changed. Uh, in the past, we've been able to get him as a min guy. Yeah, interesting. So uh, I I would agree with you there. In fact, actually, I don't even know if Bertans will accept the min. Let's try it. A one year min deal for Bertans. Yep, perfect. I'm okay with that. Done. That works out well. You didn't get Derrick Rose. Done. You got Bertans. So oh, it's it fine. I like I like Bertans. This is a uh, very good shooter. Yes, very very good shooter. So I think uh, should we take a look and see since we're going through the mock off season, why don't we take a look at who went where? Yeah. So we can. Where do we actually do that in? The, so if you go into uh, league oh, news, shoot. right? Yeah, it'd be league, league news, news and, and it'd be a uh, transaction report. Is that right? Yeah. There we go. So let's uh, we can kind of go team by team. So looking at the the seventy sixers, just kind of seeing who they end up picking up. So they signed. Uh, they they resigned Tobias. They got Bobby Portis. They got uh, and then they resigned Furkan Korkmaz. And they Mike got Scott. guy Mike Scott, uh, Mister uh, Mister Daniels. Yeah, Mister Henny, which is pretty good. You look at the Bucks, and again, we're not trying to spend too much time here, but we're kind of jumping in just to see what you know who did what. Resigned Malcolm Brogdon to a massive deal, and they got Tyson Chandler on a one-year min deal, and, and Jeff then, uh, Green. Oh, wow, Jeff year. Green to a two-year, uh, almost six million a year. Kind of interesting there. You have uh, the Chicago Bulls. Javale. They paid eight and change for Javale McGee a year, and then yeah, Al three Farouk years Aminu. twenty-six. 
Well, you do you guys. I guess you do you. I don't know what's going on there. Holy cow, Chicago Bulls. Uh, the Cavaliers, they sign uh, Jose Calderon to a one-year min deal. Uh, Brand Wanamaker to a one-year min deal. Uh, Jake Lehman. Wow, they're paying Jake Lehman almost nine a year. Woo. Good luck with that, guys. I don't know what's happening there. Uh, what, what happened with the Celtics? Uh, they re-signed Kyrie Irving, Terry Rozier, and then they brought back Rajon Rondo. He's not making a ton of money, I guess, about five a year. Yeah, just but shy of five. Man, that's a lot Kyrie of point, that's a lot point almost, guards. Uh, Kyrie Irving getting almost 40 mil a season. That's a super max right there, man. Yep. That's some money. Interesting. Uh, next up is the L.A. Clippers. They signed Zach Randolph to a one-year, five-mil deal. Frank Kaminsky getting a two-year, 22-mil deal. That was it for them. Yeah, there's not much going on there. You have, for the Grizzlies, uh, not much to talk about. Oh, they did, although they got Darius Garland, the guy we talked about. Paid which is a 20 mil a season almost. Great, great, great trade or great pickup for them. And then they also grabbed uh, Corey Joseph, Gerald Green, and Noah Vonley. I actually like all those deals. Yeah. I, I think those are all pretty solid. Uh, what about the Hawks? The Hawks made a couple oh. signings. Really? Or, sorry, just Brooke Lopez. Uh, Brooke Lopez paying him... Uh, uh, just just in the area of about eight and a half, to, or sorry, nine and a half mil. Well, and they did make the trade to pick up Mike Conley and Etwan Moore. So Correct. A pretty, I mean, that's a productive offseason. Yeah. You add some of that stuff to the draft picks they made, as well as Trey Young from last year. You've got something Mike to build Conley around. just doesn't make sense to me with Trey Young. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. I'm not going to pretend like I understand. Dwayne Wade decides not to. We didn't even think about this. Dwayne Wade did not actually retire when we went over that. He did not. He resigns. Well, it's tough to turn down 11.3 million for one season. Yep. And then they also signed Alex po- Poitrice, uh, eight million for two years. Uh, Charlotte Hornets signed Kemba Walker to a five-year, 180 million dollar deal. And then uh, they, oh, they signed got Taj. Taj Gibson. To be fair, we forgot about him. We but, did. But I would not. I, Seven, wow. uh, you know what? I, seven I, and a I half. would actually probably, I would probably pay that deal if I could. Seven and a half, I yeah, would. That's, that's yeah. not bad. Yep. For what he does for the team, I hundred percent. Jazz, uh, kind of, they didn't really do much. They re-signed Derek Favors, three years, forty-four point three, and then center uh, Daniel Tice, two years, uh, seventeen. Kind of interesting there, I guess. Uh, the Kings signed J.R. Smith to a two-year, eight million dollar deal. Kadeem Allen. And then Willie Cauley-Stein got a four-year, $76 million deal. Kind of an interesting deal there. The Kings are a team that uh, I'm going to enjoy watching what they end up Whoa. doing. Wow. All right, Knicks. Whoa. I see, how, I see what you did here. This, I will, this is an interesting, a very interesting – wow. I, I, you talk about it. Wow. You talk about it. It's not – now, it's, let's be honest. It's not Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. No. But it's, but it's, it's pretty good. The Knicks. All right, so the Knicks signed uh, DeAndre Jordan, re-signed him, I guess, if you will, uh, to a three-year, $85 million deal. Bojan Bogdanovich to a three-year, $60 million deal. Chris Middleton to a three-year, $82 million deal. And my guy, Jordan Bell, to a two-year, $18.5 million deal. I mean, you add that to what they've already got. They've got Dennis Smith Jr., obviously. They've got Kevin Knox. They've got some interesting pieces. It's not the best offseason. I think Knicks fans, as they are prone to do, would probably boo. But all I'd, things considered, this if is I not was, bad. If I was a Wolves fan and those were the four that I signed, I'd be very happy. It's not bad. It's, it's not bad. Obviously, you've still got Frank Nilakina. You wonder what they're going to do with him. They've got some interesting pieces, but... Um, they attacked some very big needs. They, they got some pieces. Needs. This is not the best offseason you could have here in the Knicks with all that cap space, but it's definitely not the worst.
Uh, you definitely have to talk about this one. This is your guy. My guy, Boban Marjanovic, uh, signs a one-year deal with the L.A. Lakers. They also get Sean, uh, Sean Livingston on a one-year min deal. Uh, Rodney Hood signs a two-year deal. And then they max DeMarcus Cousins. Four 135s, not terrible. No. That's, that's not bad. I mean, you're talking about now. No, of course, we love Boban. We're fans of his. Rodney right. Hood's an interesting pickup. And then DeMarcus Cousins, you pair him with LeBron on top of all those other young pieces they already have. You know, you're talking Kuzma. You're talking Lonzo. I don't mind this. Can I be honest, though, Rob? I would be very mad if the Lakers signed Boban because now I've got a uh, Boban Philadelphia jersey coming. And I've got uh, a yeah, because I think he does stay there. Like I have probably. a Boban Spurs jersey, and now I'm going to have a Boban 76ers jersey. I'd hate to have to buy a third. Um, but also, the thing you need to look at, too, is Boban is best friends with Tobias Harris, yep. who stayed in Philadelphia. Now, uh, if Philadelphia doesn't go after him, though, that's different. Philadelphia, though, okay, I've, I've watched a couple 76ers games, and this is a little off topic, but Boban behind Joel Embiid, that might be one of the best one-two center punches in the NBA because Good Boban size. attacking a second-team center like that with his size and his ability, the guy can dunk with both feet on the floor. Like, it's ridiculous. And having him and Joel Embiid, they're going to wear teams out. The Sixers would be dumb not to re-sign Boban. And he, doesn't, and he doesn't cost a lot of money. You're not signing Boban to a max deal. You're not signing him to more than, you know, like a, maybe like a three-year, even on the top end, yeah, 30 mil. Bad. Like, you're not overpaying for Boban. Yep, so that's not bad. Uh, yeah, so I think it makes sense for them to do it. I, we just don't know if they will. In I this, hope they in do. this instance, they didn't. Uh, moving on to the Magic, we have they re-sign Vucevic five years, one fifty-eight, and the Magic sign uh, small forward Troy Williams. Looking at the Mavericks, um, let's see. Wow. Ooh. Okay, the Mavericks. They made some moves. All right, you got the the cool Knicks stuff. Let me take the Mavericks. Yeah, here. you take the Mavericks. This is crazy. So they re-sign Kristaps to a five-year, one hundred forty-one million dollar deal, which. I mean, that's interesting to say the least, although some reports say he could play sooner than later, that he's really recovering well from his injury. Yep. But how about this? The Mavericks sign Clay Thompson to a four-year, $134 million deal. Also, they got Wilson Chandler, George Hill, and Michael Beasley. Woo! So you're starting five. Wow. Basically in Dallas, or four of your starting five, is Clay Thompson, Chris Stops. Bull Bull and Luka Doncic. Oh, that's right. They they picked up Bull Bull. They picked up Bull Bull. Man. All right. I'm I'm I am now going to be a Mavericks fan if this happens. Just because it'd be fun. I mean, I kind of I kind of am right now to begin with. I mean, I love Luka. I love Luka. I love Kristaps. Uh, Dirk Nowitzki on his last year, like the 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 final ride tour. Yep. I mean, that's I it's mean, just it's a team that's hard not to. There's root two for. things I love. I love Luka and I love Lamp. I mean, that's just where we're at. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Ron Burgundy. Uh. Why don't you take the Nets? So the Nets made the smart decision re-signing D'Angelo Russell, and then they got Costas Antetokounmpo. Wow, they waived Courtney Lee. Interesting. Yeah, but Cor- yeah, I love Costas. Although $7 million a year for a guy that doesn't play? Well, maybe they've got some plans for him. The Nets, do what you want, man. Do what you want. But I, I agree. D'Angelo Russell, I'm a fan. Uh, moving on to the Denver Nuggets. Not much there. They, uh, they signed. Oh, wow. Never mind. They, they, how did I miss that at first? Julius Randle, four years, 104. Isn't he under contract? I thought he was still under contract. Did Maybe, he have a player option? I don't know. Hmm. Very, that's, uh, then, that's confusing then, But to then me. they also had a very sneaky signing of Ed Davis, yep. which I love. Ed Davis is a very good basketball player. Interesting. And he's thriving in Brooklyn right very now. Very interesting. 
No, not bad. Um, moving on to the Pacers. Pacers sign. Whoa. Okay, then. Wow. Yeah. You take this one. Uh, so the Pacers, I'm going to leave the, the best Small one for forward, last. forward, by the way. Uh, so they get Lance Stevenson on a two-year $8.6 million deal. Jonathan Simmons on a two-year $7 million deal. Resigned Darren Collison for 28 mil over three years. And then four years, $134 million for da, 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 Captain Destructo, Jimmy Butler. Man, that's interesting. Well, they list him as a small forward, but he's he's really not. He's a shooting guard. So it's weird that you – I mean, granted, uh, in terms of talent-wise, you're adding him to a team that's already pretty good. You're talking about DeMontis Sabonis. You're talking about Victor Oladipo. You've got some nice pieces. Miles Turner. Yep, so it's interesting. And now Lance Stevenson. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 exactly, right? Whichever way the wind blows, I guess. Moving, Moving on, on to the Pelicans. You want this one? You can go ahead. We got, uh, they do sign Tolliver to a one-year min deal. And, uh, oh, they got Cassius. Okay, so they got Cassius Winston. For anyone that's not a, doesn't understand Cassius Winston, that's a good player. He's with, the, he's with Michigan State right now. Very solid player. Uh, that's a pretty good deal for the Pelicans to get him. And then they did sign uh, EJ Montgomery. So basically they went after a couple undrafted rookies, yeah. gave them some pretty good money, but those are good players. And then a good veteran deal. With so Anthony that's not Collins bad at all. Although they did veteran. lose, they did lose Julius Randle. So did. there's that Pistons, all you. So they got Luol Deng to a one year min deal. Uh, Isaiah. We Thomas. offered him a two year min deal. He didn't want that uh, security. I guess, I guess not. Uh, Isaiah Thomas and Isaiah Whitehead. Both got signed to two-year, $17 million deals. They really wanted some point cards, apparently. They really wanted remember, point they, cards they tried hard to Isaiah. get Jeff Teague. Yeah. Yeah, both names. That's funny. Uh, moving on to the Raptors. They sign uh, shooting guard John Petty, Raymond Felton, and Ben McLemore. So they went real guard-heavy, but, I mean, there's not much there. Uh, the Houston Rockets re-signed Austin Rivers, paying him three year, over three years, eight mil a year. Trevor Ariza got a two-year, uh, just shy of $10 million deal. Uh, Jonas Jurebko got a vet min. And wow, Kenneth for, Fareed got three, three years, got paid. $28 million. Why are you paying? Whatever. Good luck, Rockets. Uh, the Spurs, they signed Wesley Matthews to a two-year, $9 million deal. And they re-signed Rudy Gate three years, $29.6. Uh, the Suns signed, re-signed Rashawn Holmes uh, to a three-year, $30 million deal. Uh, Sam Decker got two years, uh, 10 and a half, and Eric Holman got two years, 14. So we're coming down to uh, not many teams left. You have the Thunder signed Tyreek Evans, two years, 10 million. And then, of course, the Timberwolves, we already went over what we did. We had a number of uh, moves that we made, but mostly just, you know, bolstering the end of our bench. Yep. Uh, the Blazers got Corey Brewer on a one-year vetman. Uh, Patrick Beverly signing a three-year, $24 million deal. And then Emmett Williams to a two-year, $17 million deal. And then we have the uh, Golden State Warriors. They had a, a few deals they had. So, wow. So Kevin Durant does re-sign with them, which I don't think that's happening. No. My all accounts. I agree. Although they did lose Clay Thompson, so it makes a little more sense there. But Money freed up. Ultimately, I would say Clay Thompson stays and Kevin Durant goes somewhere I agree. Else. That's where I'm going to go. Actually, I, I, in, in all honesty... I think Clay and KD both leave. You think so? Yes. Interesting. I will say, and because this has been talked about for a long time, you don't hear it as much now. But remember, there was that all that talk for a while about how off, like off the court, like Kevin Kevin Durant and LeBron James had talked about wanting to team up someday. Yep. I would, as much as I dislike Kevin Durant, just for the the interesting like watch, I would 
be interested to see Kevin Durant go to the Lakers. Just to, I would like to see those two play together and just it'd be such a news story. I don't like the Lakers. I don't like Durant, but man, I would watch that. Every single game would be like a, a, a drama. I would watch that. Yeah. Can, can they also trade for Russell Westbrook? Like, can we do Ooh. that too? And James Harden. Yeah. So it's interesting. Just the whole Thunder, basically the LA Thunder. Let's just get it done with LeBron though. Yeah. Plus LeBron. So, uh, so they get Durant. Uh, Kayvon Looney does resign three years, 26 and Thomas Sadoransky two years, 9.72 and round it out. Kev Washington wizards. They get Grant Williams on a two year, $15 million a year deal. Deal. They signed Tavo Cephalosha for two years, seven mil. Uh, Shelvin Mack on a vet min along with a vet min for Andrew Bogut. All right, so that kind of does it for really looking at the offseason. Uh, the only thing we have left to do would be training camps. Now, obviously, in real life, there is no training camp you can magically send people to to make them better. But it basically, you're talking about... How do we make our young players better in the offseason? That's training, that's practice, and that's that's basically what the training camp is if you look at it kind of from that perspective. So we will make sure to add in uh, the 2020 draft class. Again, a shout-out to OES Entertainment. They're the ones we've, we've, been, we've had pretty good luck with as far as user-created draft classes. Now, looking at the training camps, Kev, who are the players that we want to invest in? Now, we do have three training camps because we made sure to get an A-level trainer. So looking at who is actually available, we've got you know the whole so cast I, of so characters. I've got two in mind. Cam Reynolds and Tyler Davis. Uh, and then what, Trey Jones? I could do well, or what about Dumbuya? We also we also have uh Josh Akogi and Katie Bates Jop. Dumbuya, man, it's I mean you you've got a lot of options. I don't think Cam Reynolds is only sixty eight. Wait, I don't, we did we sign Tyler Davis? Tyler, oh, you know what? We didn't. Remember, we wanted to go back in and sign him to a four-year deal? We never actually... We should see if he's available. If he's still available, we could sign him as a 15th guy. So that's actually a good call. So let's see. Taking a look at the free agents. If we go age, there's actually some pretty good players available. So if we go by age and we go to positions, so he's obviously listed as a center. He got signed. Yeah, he must have gotten signed. It looks like he's not there. Although I will say we get Deonta Davis. We should search and see where he ended up going. But uh, by the way, Moses Brown. Ooh, Daniel Oturu. Daniel Oturu. Interesting. I would, I, would, I would look to sign Daniel Oturu. Let's see where Tyler Davis went and We're maybe gonna, we can so get the, him. We can do a search generally. Can't you search for players? Player finder. Yeah, so we can search for him. So last name Davis, first name Tyler. And see what happens. I, I'm interested to see who signed him and for what. So Tyler Davis is, is he with anybody? Oh, we could sign him. He's still available. Oh. We just missed him. Oh, because so he's 22, can. not so 20. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say we sign him to a four-year deal. We give him enough so that he's willing to accept it. So right around $2 million is what it ends up costing. Boom, there you go. Happily He is accepted. our 15th player. All right, so taking a look then, now we look at the training camps again to see who we'd want to actually bring in to training camps so you mentioned Tyler Davis. He is a, a 69 overall, 22 years of age. I'm okay with that just because we know he gets pretty good. But then I think being realistic, because we're likely not actually going to have Tyler Davis, some of the players we actually have on the roster would make some sense. So in this case, so I would I, say... So for me, I said Cam Reynolds. I would say Trey Jones Okay, would make some sense. And so the guy that I would say to do it to would not be Cam Reynolds because he's he's... He's a little older already. I would say Josh Okogie. 
Okay. Just because we know the team's already invested in him fully. We don't know for sure Cam Reynolds is going to stick, but we know Josh Okogie will be here. Are you okay with that? I'm good with that. All right. So that puts him up to a B plus. So I think that's pretty good use of our offseason resources. So that really does it for the mock offseason portion of it. But we are, of course, going to do the season itself now. Yes. And we'll just do the one season, I think. Okay. I think that brings it. So what we'll do now is we will simulate through to the offseason or to the sorry, the, the midway point. Take a look and see how the team is looking at the trade deadline. You had mentioned maybe wanting to move on from Jeff Teague. Yes. We are definitely going to have some options. You're listening to Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel, and we are your number one source for the Timberwolves. We are the Howl. The Wolves are 28 and 27, currently sixth in the West. Not bad. Uh, we have explored options to trade Jeff Teague, and none of them really look that good. I mean, a couple were maybe okay, but at the same time, we got 91% chemistry. We're making the playoffs. Why Why rock the boat? He's not exactly. starting, as you mentioned. Trey Jones is starting. Correct. So, um, Or maybe, well, yeah, so go back quick. I, th- I believe it's Trey. Oh, because, yeah, the thing it just is, says you see, T. Jones. You see T. Jones, and that's all it looks like. Um, so as you go to coaching, coaching game plan, all teams, it is, yeah, so it is Trey Jones. It is Trey. And let's see, Wiggins is on fire, Scharch is on fire, Carl Anthony Towns is on fire, and it looks like they're splitting minutes, basically. So Tyus Jones and Jeff Teague are both getting minutes, and they're both on fire. So we're getting a lot of good productivity out of it. Look at Tyler Davis, already up to a 77 overall. Yeah, boy. Good good decision by Kevin over here. Stud. Yep. Definitely pretty good there. So no one's cold. I guess that's good. And the guys that aren't playing, by the way, are Davis Bertans and Cam Reynolds. As well as actually, uh, Diop, Dumbuya, and Jared Terrell are not playing either. So and Akogi. It looks like we're going as far as we're not. We're not actually going power forward. We're going Tyler Davis and Gorgie Jang as our big man off the bench. I like it. So there's that, and of course our coach is Ryan Saunders, and we did make sure to make the settings change so that he actually makes all the decisions as far as minutes, and it's game to game changes, which is good. Correct. All right, so uh, this is it. We're going into the stretch run here. Let's see what happens uh, to end the season. And this is obviously putting an end to this first season after the mock off season that we yep. did. We, uh, today is the trade line. We will not make any offers. No, we looked at offers for Jeff Teague, but nothing really stood out to us. So we said, thanks. No, thanks. Yep. And the only thing, uh, the only other thing I would say we should probably double check is contract extensions. Uh, Jang and Teague are willing to resign. I'm sure that they are. We are not willing to resign them. Correct. Considering how much effort we've put into these simulations trying to trade them, we're definitely not going to keep them. Coming down to the end of the season, uh, Wolves are at 35 and 34, so they're really liking that 500 mark. Yeah, so a little bit worse than last season, which we, I mean, we didn't really do anything with the offseason or, or anything regardless to it, but um, Wolves are winning games. I think I've, I saw them go on a seven game win streak at one point. Uh, they're on a six game right now yes. as we go through. Just hit seven again. So. Some good win streaks for the team when it matters. Their chemistry is at about 93%. Um, yeah, they're at making a run in the playoffs chemistry levels now. Yeah, they were, the six seed, they were the sixth seed at the trade deadline. My guess right now is they're seven games above 500. Um, as, we, as we go through, I Did think Did you see one be... of the – so we lost the Lakers 137 to 92. Ouch. <laughs> uh, so bad. Giannis gets MVP. Uh, Zion, your rookie of the year. Surprise, surprise. Larry Nance Jr., your sixth man. I've I don't think I've, never see, I've nope. ever seen that pop up. Uh, Giannis gets DPOI as yeah, well. I've never seen that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dame Lillard gets MIP. And Mike D'Antoni, once again, your coach of the year. 
Not bad. Uh, any wolves? In no wolves. Oh yeah, Trey, oh, Trey Jones. Jones is all well. That's all rookie. Oh, it skipped yeah. ahead. So all NBA. Carl Cat Towns gets second team. Uh, but then Trey Jones gets all. Uh, he was all rookie, all second, rookie team. second team. So good for him there. Nice. So we'll take that. And we are the seven seats. We just drop one. So we fell one spot. So instead of playing the Lakers, we have to play the Golden State Warriors. So that's fun. All right. So here it is. We'll just simulate through. Um, we'll just simulate the whole round. Just see what happens. Because, uh, again, this is mostly about the offseason. We're up 1-0. We're up 2-0. So we stole both games in We're Golden State. We're up 3-0. Oh. oh. Don't, blow, don't, don't blow the lead. Oh, no. Oh, no. This is getting 3-2. Yes. So the Wolves win 4-2 over the Golden State Warriors. That's how you do it. See, we, we had a very good offseason. No clay. They were 50-32 and 32 on no the season. No boogie. But they did have uh, Kevin Durant. They've still got Steph Curry. Draymond Green is still there. No Jordan Bell, though. That was the difference maker. Yeah, that was the difference maker. Actually, the difference maker for the Wolves was apparently Jeff Teague. 23 points, 2 rebounds, 6 assists, 2 it's steals, the, and no turnovers. It's the Jeff Teague swan Dang. song. Yep, you got some. Wow, pretty good. Uh, Carl Towns was solid. Sharitz was solid. Looking at the Warriors' side of the ball, oof, Steph Curry, not great. Five of 16, 13 points. Oof, that's, that's bad. A, yeah. If we can, that's that's why we won that game. So Holy here it is, cow. round two. We will Wolves just simulate. playing the Utah Jazz, who beat the Lakers in a seven-game series. Yep. So we are up one zero. We are up two zero. So stole both games we in up Utah. Sweep. And a sweep. Sweep. Western Conference Finals. Here we and come. And we will be playing the Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah, who just barely beat the Rockets. In a seven-game series. Looking over to the East, by the way. How about we talked about the Hawks and all they did in the offseason? They are in the fi- they are in the Western or the Eastern Conference Finals. They made moves. They uh they beat the Washington Wizards in a seven-game series, who upset the Milwaukee Bucks in a seven-game series. So here we go. Simulating the round. Anything that happens is gravy at this point, man. Uh, looks like we might get. So we're down 2 0. Are you sure it's gravy, Rob? Yeah, we made it to the Western Conference Finals. If you were expecting that, uh, we I, got swept. Yeah, that was. As did that the Atlanta great. Hawks. Yeah, well, we outperformed. Uh, so I'm fine with that. We got, uh, wow, great games oh, from. Jeff, Jeff Teague returned to Earth. Yeah, see, that's the problem. And looking at the Sun. Wow, that Tyreek Evans signing we just kind of glossed over. Tyreek Evans was fantastic. They also got Bogdan Bogdanovich, Dennis Schroeder, Michael Kidd, Gilchrist. They signed. They got Willie Cauley Stein. Interesting. Well, they traded for him then, because remember they he must re- have, he, he signed re-signed with, the, with Kings. the Kings. Yep. Interesting. All right, here we go. We'll just see who the champion Thoughts, is. Thoughts, Rob? I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the. I think it's the Raptors. I'm gonna go Thunder. Now the Raptors won in season one too, didn't they? Yes, they did. They yeah. beat the uh, Rockets. Yep, that's right. No, nope. The Rockets won. No, no Rockets beat Rockets them. beat yep. the Raptors. Yep. yep. And Raptors are your Holy NBA cow, champions. Not even close. Kawhi Leonard is your MVP. And I think that's that's a probably a good ending spot. Cool. Well, let's get into the fourth quarter then. We've got the Howell Hardwood history coming up with Rob. Not one, but two yep. Howell it, Hardwood it history players. A bro- brothers, actually. Yes. And this is a first on the Howell Hardwood history. It is. And then we got another great game of Can Kevin Cousy coming up. You are listening to the Nothing But Net channel on Dash Radio. And we are the Howell. Fourth quarter of the Howl here on Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. And as we start the fourth quarter of every show, we head over to Aaron Groshan with this week's Howl Hardwood History. Now, Aaron, tonight is a first in the history of Triple H. We've got a set of brothers. That is correct, Kevin. Dick McGuire and Al McGuire, uh, two Hall of Fame basketball playing brothers with fascinating stories. Let's first start with Richard 
Joseph McGuire, born January 26, 1926. He was one of the premier guards in the 50s, where McGuire spent 11 seasons in the NBA, eight with the New York Knicks, and three with the Detroit Pistons. Dick McGuire led the league in assists during his rookie season and then recorded 386 assists, which was among the league's top 10 playmakers for 10 of his 11 seasons. He was an NBA All-Star seven times, 1951, 52, 54 through 56, 58, and 59. He was also named to the All-NBA second team in 1951. Dick McGuire became a player coach for the Detroit Pistons in his last season playing as a player coach, and this is 1959-1960. And he actually coached the team until 1963. He was also the coach for the Knicks for three seasons beginning in 1965. His overall coaching record was 197 and 260. Not the best. Anyways, McGuire was working as a senior consultant for the Knicks when he unfortunately passed away from an aortic aneurysm at the age of 84. McGuire's brother, Al, was also a prominent basketball figure playing for Marquette University. Let's talk about Al. Alfred Emmanuel McGuire, born September 7th, 1928. Also a basketball player, coach, and a broadcaster, he was the head coach for Marquette University from 1964 to 1977, where he actually won a national championship in his final season at Marquette. And in his early life, McGuire played three years of basketball for St. John's Prep. This is in Brooklyn, New York, where he graduated all the way back in 1947. He went on to be a star player for St. John's University from 1947 to 1951. And he played on the team in 51, posting a 26-5 record, finishing third in the NIT. Now, for our younger listeners, the NIT tournament was the premier basketball tournament back then, the equivalent of winning, essentially, the national championship. Let's talk about Al's NBA career. After college, McGuire played in the NBA, first with the New York Knicks. This is from 51 to 53, and then with the Baltimore Bullets in 1954. While with the Knicks, he was once famously pleading with his coach for playing time with the guarantee, I can stop Koozie. Yes, talking about our very own favorite of the show, Bob Cousy, and he was inserted in the lineup. McGuire proceeded to fall him on his next six trips down the court. That's one way to stop a guy, I guess. Uh, let's talk about Al McGuire's coaching career. McGuire began his coaching career as an assistant for Dartmouth College from 1955 to 57 for head coach Doogie Julian. McGuire coached the freshman team at Dartmouth, and one of his players with Dave McGitt, McGuire then took his first head coaching job at Belmont Abbey College from 1957 to 64. A nice run there. In Belmont, he recruited many high school players right out of the streets of New York and the surrounding Brooklyn area. McGuire became the head coach ultimately for Marquette University in 1964, and we talked about winning the NIT championship in 1970 and a Final Four appearance in 1974. He was the first coach ejected from a championship game. So hats tip to him for getting a first of many. Um, McGuire had some excellent assistant coaches, Hank uh, Raymonds, who would succeed him. Rick Margeris, we all remember him with Utah, who became a successful college head coach. And his final season as head coach, McGuire's Marquette team led 
by Alfred Lee. Maurice Ellis and Jerome Whitehead defeated Dean Smith, North Carolina Tar Heels, for the title. So an amazing story. Both of these brothers, life surrounded by basketball, and Dick McGuire and Al McGuire go down in history as uh, two brothers who are in the Naismith Hall of Fame. And that is our Howell Hardwood history first this week, Kevin. Al and Dick McGuire. Perfect. Thanks for that, Aaron. As always, the fourth quarter of the show starts with the Howell Hardwood history here on Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. And it is now time for everybody's favorite game show, Can Kevin Cousy? Or could he? Here's how it works. Rob Hess has a list of players, usually around 30 or so. 75. Uh, five clues per player. If Aaron or I think we know, we use our names as our buzzers. If we're right, we get points. If we're wrong, we are out for just the remainder of that player. Uh, there's themes. There's bonus points. Uh, Rob kind of just makes it up as he goes along, and it's usually pretty good. Uh, there's been a couple doozies, but that's just can Kevin Cousy. Uh, Rob, I'm going to turn it over to you. What do we got tonight? All right, so tonight the feature is field goals made this current season. So the top 30 names on that list is the players you're working with. Okay. So the way it's going to work is uh, the main one is worth two points, so the player. You can get another two points if you guess what number they are on the list, one through 30. And then you can get up to 10 points if you guess the num- the exact number of field goals made. So if you get the exact number of field goals made, you do get an additional 10 points. Kay. If you get within 10, you get an additional 5 points. Okay. So it's that simple. Sounds so good. We'll start it off. First one. Hold on a second. I wasn't paying attention. Well, of course not. You could try paying attention. I, we should just take points away from him. No, I'm no, good no, with that. Attention. No, no, no. Just, just give me a rundown quick. Say it one more time. Field Slice goals made. Slow. So the number of field goals, the top 30 players in the league. So as, as it currently stands. As it currently stands, the top 30 for field goals made. Got it. And that obviously includes twos, threes, the works. Yep. So you get two points for the player, two points for guessing what number they're in, like what number they are, one to 30. And then you can get upwards of 10 points. If you get their exact number of field goals made, you get 10 points. If you're within 10, you get five. It's that simple. I think cool. I got it. So we'll right. start it off. First I'm hint. I'm going to let Kevin get the first Hair. 30-point streak. Kevin? Kevin. James Harden? James Harden is correct. So what is your guess for what number he is on the list, 1 through 30? For field goals made, I think he's pretty high just by sheer volume. These are in random order, by the way. So it's not like I have. You know, no, that, no I, yeah, I understand. But I just, I, I still think he's, he's number one. What's your guess, Aaron? He's got to be number one. I mean, that, well, that's my thought process. Well, he, does shoot a, he, sh- he shoots a lot of free throws a game. That's true. So there's, that can take away from it a bit. And I think I know who the second leading scorer in the league is. I'm going to say he's second. He is number one. So that's four points total so far. You for, talked yourself out of it. For Kevin. That's what happens when you Now, here's yourself. where you go. Yep. What is the actual guess for number of field goals made? <laughs> Starts with you, Kevin. Yeah. Uh, I mean, being that it's the first one, I think I'm going to be w- usually probably way off. Usually probably? Usually probably. Uh, let's see. All right. We're, I'm going to say 342. 
that's the way off is usually probably it. What, uh, what I, is your guess, Aaron? Well, I'm going to say 650. 706. All right, now I've got a benchmark. Yep. Cool. Yep. That was why I put so that was why I put him first because everyone's obviously lower than that. Yeah. So that kind of gives you a What benchmark. was that number? 760? 706. 706. Okay. 706. Good to know. So that gives you four points total. No one got anything else. Oh, I wasn't I wasn't within ten. Made. No. No? No? Okay. No, definitely not. Not even a smile from Aaron on that. <laughs> All right, moving on to the next one. Not the Raptors. The Western Conference. Kevin. Kevin. DeMar DeRozan. Logical. Nicely done. Nicely done. What is his number on the list? Uh, DeMar, I'm going to say he's probably somewhere right around the middle. I'm going to go 16. What say you, Aaron? 12. Aaron says 12. The answer is 18. 18. Hmm. Okay. How many field goals made? Uh, I'm going to go... 479. What's the range we have to be in? What do you mean the range? I mean, there's, oh, if you get 10. within 10, you get five points. Yeah. Yep, within 10. What do you mean the range? That range. That range. 420. He is 541. Okay. 541. All right. So that is two more points for Kevin. Next one. Has Wolves ties to Chris Dunn? Aaron. Aaron. Zach Levine. Did you eat a lot of paint chips when you were a kid? (laughs) He is a friend or a pal. Similar to S.H.I.E.L.D. The Kings. B.H. Oh, Kevin. Kevin. Buddy Healed. Wow. 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 Nicely done. Thank you. What is his number on the list? Uh, I'm going to go lucky number 13. What say you, Aaron? 23. He's 21. Ah. 21. What is his number? Uh, 495. 485. 531. Wow, okay. Only 10 behind DeRozan. Six spots, okay. Not six spots, but that's fine. Well, it was something. (laughs) Next one. Could leave this offseason, but has said he wants to stay. I should probably give you your two points. Yeah, thank you. Well. I'm keeping track here on the Not paper actor two. Paul or Star Wars Imperial. Aaron. Aaron. Paul George. Oh, you can't be serious, man. You cannot be <laughs> serious. The Hornets. KW. Oh, Kevin. Kevin. Kemba Walker. That's a great answer. Yes, yeah, so that hint, by the way, was not actor Paul Walker or in a Star Wars Imperial Walker. So. Makes sense. What is the number? 1 to 30. I'm going to go 21. You know what? I'm sorry, but I have to do it. You lose a point. Buddy Hill was 21. We literally just did him. Damn, I thought he was like 23. I had to. I had to. He was like 23. That was Aaron's guess. You still have to give me my two points for getting the question right there. I I was doing it at the end. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, now he's bossing you around, Rob? What's the number? We know it's not 21. Hey, why don't you get a point, and then you can start talking, Aaron. Uh, it is a shutout currently. 17. Seven. Wow. Seven. Kemba? Yeah. I shot Kemba. So what's his number? He's very ball dominant, so I mean that's part of the part of the reason he's so high. Uh six twelve. 
<laughs> your look. So, he had the best look on his face. Like so, so more than the number one guy. What? No, no. Yeah. The number one guy was over seven hundred. I thought that Harden was six oh six. Seven oh six. Seven oh six. Like what? Rob uh, would take a point away, but you don't have any to give. That's yeah. true. Six twelve was Aaron. Well, sorry, was Kevin's guess. I have been in the negatives before. So what's your guess? <laughs> Let's see here. I'll say six twenty-four. Oh, wrong direction. And you just six oh one. No. So you're one off from getting five points. Dang it. So instead you get uh the two though for the main question. So it's nine zero. Again, you're listening to the Howl on Dash Radio on the Nothing Manette channel. Moving on. A Western Conference center known for his passing. Kevin. Kevin? Nikola Jokic. That's a great answer. Boom, boom. That's good. What is his number one to 30? I'm going to go 14. What are you thinking, Aaron? Um, 20. He has 27. Wow. 27. What yeah. is his number? 418. 510. Oh, my goodness. 511. <laughs> wow. Good guess. That's five points for Aaron. 17 points for Aaron. Nice. Nicely done. That's pretty good. So it is, I'll give you your two points, Kevin. It is 11 5. That helps. Which, Aaron's that's on, how the you get on the board right yep. there, by the way. Good Lord. Nicely done. Next one Court Jumper Miss. A Western Conference shooting guard. Lehigh for college. Kevin. Aaron. Kevin. CJ McCollum. Logical. What are you thinking for his number one to 30? Uh, I'm going to go 19. What say you, Aaron? 20. He is 12th. CJ McCollum is 12th. I didn't expect him to be that high just because Dame's on the squad too. Yeah. That would be, that's why I that's think impressive. that's why... Aaron, are you are you with me on that thought too? Yeah, I mean, I was just. But they both score so much, so it's like. No, know. I know, but I just I feel like, you know, um, there's certain teams that you're gonna have guys that are higher up because they're the dominant shot takers. Yeah, but that's true. When you get Dame and CJ together, but good what's, for him. What's uh, what's the number? It's twelfth. You said. Yep. Uh, let's go with five seventy-seven. Aaron. 568. Aaron gets five more points. 563. 563. Man, those bonuses are getting getting you back in it. So it is 13 to 10. Come back. He's coming back for you, Kev. He's coming back for you. Next one. Some feel his college is the favorite to win the tournament this year. Former first overall pick. Not Derek Williams. Aaron. Aaron. Five. Four, <coughs> excuse me, three, two, Derrick Rose. I don't Did you eat a lot of paint chips when happened. you were a kid? He lost it. The yep. Celtics. K.I. Kevin. Kevin. Kyrie Irving. That's right. That's a great answer. That's a good The thing that's going to suck the worst is when I get every single question right. And you lose. But, but I still lose because yep. you get stupid close to all of these answers. It's going <laughs> to be so number? dumb. What's his number? One to 30. Uh... I'm going to go, I think Kyrie's surprisingly low on this list. I'm going to say 20. Ah, oh, that's my number. Okay. <laughs> what are you guessing, though? 18. He is 24th. 
So you were right. I mean, yeah. he's a little lower. That's because they've got a lot of shot takers on what's, that team. What's his number? Uh, I'm going to go 528. 537. Five points for Kevin. 523. So that is a seven-pointer there for Mr. Kevin. I needed that. You did. Now you're 20 to 10. That was a, that was a big change. Next one. Used to be a member of a quote-unquote big three. Many were surprised when he was drafted in the lottery. Caught on camera swearing when his name was called on draft night. Kevin. Aaron. That was Kevin. Zach Levine. It's nice. Nicely done. What is his number? Uh, I'm going to go 12. 15. He is 22nd. Wow. He's 22nd. Okay. <clears throat> I'm being nice to you, by the way, Kevin. That is the second time you've said already, slug, already yeah. been selected. But we're later now. The only two reason I did the last time is because it, it was literally yeah, the one no, before. Understandable. Yep. Understandable. So I'm not fighting it. What, what's the number? Five. Oh. Eight. Five. Sixteen. Point for Aaron. Five. Twenty-five. So he is, or sorry, five points for you, Aaron. You're, you're making it a little closer. 22 to 15 after that one. Next one. A directional body of water. Kevin. Russell Westbrook. Yep, I've used that one before, but I like it. <laughs> one of them was, likely doesn't send Durant a Christmas card. <laughs> what is his number? I think Russ is pretty high up there. I'm going to go, mm, I'm going to go three. Six. He is 20th. <laughs> wow. He's 20th. Wow. Yep. So what's his number? 513. 542. Five points for Aaron. He is 534. <laughs> 24 to 20. Uh, for the record, I have answered every single question correctly. Aaron's gotten four bonus point opportunities. And that's why he's only Christian down Bale. four. Good for you. <laughs> Next one. His last name would make him a good librarian. His initials, an infamous Cooper. Western Conference shooting guard. Aaron. Aaron. Clay Thompson. Oh, you can't be serious, man. The you cannot continues. be serious. <laughs> the Suns. D.B. Kevin. Kevin. Devin Booker. Logical. Then D.B. Cooper. What is the, uh, what's his number? 15. 10. He's 29th. Woo! So now that you know he's 29th, what's the number? 503. What do you think, 498. Aaron? Aaron gets five more points. 491. Aaron, you're so close. But Kevin has a, it's 26-25. So here is, on the Howl, can Kevin Cousy on the Nothing But Net channel <laughs> on Dash so Radio. Dumb. This is a barn burner. One point game. Next one. He is really good, but somehow doesn't stick with teams for very long. Kevin wishes he was him. Recently with the Pistons and the Clippers. Aaron. Kevin. That was Aaron, I believe, actually. I do think I heard the A first. I do think I heard the A first. Yeah. So. Right now I don't know. Five, four, three, 
to Tobias Harris. Logical. I did think I was. I did think I heard the A first. I would have gotten that wrong. So. It didn't oh. matter. Wow. Oh, wait, what? Who did you think it was? I would have said Boban. He's. You think he's on the list of what is that? Yeah. You think you've made the most <laughs> seriously? He's got the greatest per all time. Well, that worked out, I guess. Yeah, the greatest per, but not field goals made. <laughs> well, all even right, a well, blind squirrel finds a nut, Aaron. Good job. Well, what is that's, his? That's uh, what's his change, number? By the way, that's, what's his number? It's a lead change. Uh, Tobias Harris. Question's not over yet. It's not a lead change Let's yet. Let's go with uh, 14. 12. He is 17. What is his number, Aaron? Mm. You've been pretty good at this so far. Yeah, we'll do 573. 567. Nobody gets anything there. 542. Aaron does take the lead, though, by one point. 27-26. Woo! <laughs> and he feels better now, at least, knowing he got one. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah, good for you, Aaron. The one to take the lead and never look you. back. All right, next one. Maybe a future Laker? Aaron. Aaron. Anthony Davis. That's a great one. Oh! That's good. Shifting gears over That's good. here. No, there, was a couple opportun- there was a couple options there. You picked what the right one. What is his number? Good for you. Sixth. What do you got? 15th. Jeff? He is 26th. Oh. I knew he was lower down on the list. Yeah. He's sharing shots. And he's not, well, he's also not getting the minutes. Yeah. And he missed time. There's lots of things. Yep. What is his number? All right. Let me think about this. He's 519. 521. Five points for each. 516. What a copycat. You, you've done that to me. It's not a copycat, no, but you've I, done that to me. I haven't followed your lead at all. 3431. Yeah, Aaron, Aaron is in the lead. Yeah. Moving on. Like Western it. Conference point guard currently injured. Christmas, Thanksgiving, Easter. Kevin. Kevin. Drew Holiday. You oh, sorry. That is my bad. You did get that right. Logical. We'll give you the green. That was correct. <laughs> you hit the wrong button. Yeah, I did. What is the, uh, what's his number? Uh, I'm going to go, I think it's pretty high for him. I'm going to say eight. 22. 16. Right in the middle, basically. Almost. Yep. What is his number? 531. 549. Five points for Aaron. 547. You got so close to getting the 10. Yeah, buddy. 3933. Aaron is in a close one. You're copying me. You're following me. Yeah, right. Next one. Blazing my own trail into the victory lane here, Kevin. He likes to slide. He is very self-confident, an Eastern Conference big man. Aaron. Aaron. Joel Embiid. That's a great answer. The process. What is his number? Is he up there or not? Let's think about this. It's got to be close. Let's get a number. 11. 19. 23. Mm. Oh, that was the other number I was thinking of. What's his number on the season? Field goals made. What say you? Five forty-six. Five fifty-seven. Uh, should have been your own man, Kevin. Five twenty-four. Five twenty-four. Why was I not being my own man? Because you, you boxed me in. 
It's okay. I didn't box you in. Oh God. It is a forty one. Oh, that's boxing you in eleven higher than you. Forty one thirty-three. Nine. Next one. Got his start with the Blazers. Not Los Angeles. Western Conference power forward. The Spurs. Kevin. Kevin. Lamarcus Aldrich. Logical. I was oh. su- yeah, I was surprised wow. it took that long. That took me way too long to figure that out. What is his number? One to thirty. Lamarcus. Don't guess one though, obviously. <laughs> uh, thank you. Uh, you know, somebody's got to be thirty on the list. I think it's him. It's exactly what I was gonna say. I'm going thirty. I think that's a good guess normally, but it's not. It's tenth. <laughs> tenth. <laughs> but I agree. I agree. He was an all star. I thought he shouldn't have been an all star, yeah. and clearly he's had a better season than we give him nope. credit for. Yeah, good for him. So, I, I think he's a good player. I just, I think, I, I just think. The Spurs as a team, yeah, they that have that team me. mentality. They fall by the wayside. This, what is his number? Hold on. This describes LaMarcus Aldridge. This would be like, I show up to one of your houses, and you're like, oh, look, I painted the walls. And I look around, and it's like that kind of like creamish, light, white Off-white? Color. Yeah. And I'm just like. Egg wa- or eggshell huh. white or whatever. Yeah. That's nice. That's That describes his basketball game. He's eggshell white. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, There's just uh, nothing that jumps off the page. I don't so know. he's 10th? He's 10th. Good Lord. I'm going to say he's got. 601. Hmm. 624. 576. Whoa, we both jumped out the window. All right. All right. Moving on. Oh, right. Got to give you oh. your two points. Yes, yes, please. It is 4135. Yes, please. Still very close here on K and Kevin Cousy. Next one. Sliding into him. Western Conference guard. A draft redo may make him the top pick. Filled in nicely when Rubio got hurt. The Jazz. Kevin. Donovan Mitchell? That's a great answer. Mm. That's good. Good job. What is his number? I don't think he... I, I wouldn't say he's 30. I'm going to go with 19. Well, it's definitely... You jo- I thought you were going to be close to well, 30 when I'm you I'm trying said to that. think of like all that the other... Me, tw- like- well, it's like for me, it's like, is the player worthy of number 30 gotcha. or are they a little bit yeah. higher up? Yep. I feel you. 27. He's 14th. Knowing that he's 14th, what is his number? Field goals made this season so far. 555. Aaron? 577. Kevin gets five points, almost 10. 556. You're up by one. So close. And we have a changing of the guard. 42 41. Uh oh. Kevin's good at getting those seven pointers. Uh, Kevin's gonna yeah, right back at you, home Next one, <laughs> let's go. This one, I think you'll get this. You could get this one in the first one. Okay. He Durant. slithers. Aaron, Aaron, five. Kevin, four. Durant. Yep. Logical. Yeah, I figured that one was one you could get. Cool. Good job. What is his? Uh, what's his number? Two. Nineteen. Nineteen. He's fourth. He's four, but the, the logic would be there's all those other guys on the team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, I get that's, you. That's I and and my logic has been like hit or miss so far, but well, that's one. I mean, that it's was, tough. It's not like it's super easy. Yeah, no, it's not. What that's is the uh, what's his it. number? Six sixteen. He's fourth. I'm gonna say six forty seven. Five points for Aaron. Six twenty six. He was just in there. 
That's seven for me. It is seven for you. 48-42. Back at you. <laughs> yeah, this is a this is a good battle back and forth. I like it. This is good. Next one. Many non-basketball fans call him Steven. Kevin. Kevin. Steph Curry. Steph Curry. Logical. So I watch a, a popular YouTuber Stephen named Troyden, and he'll go into game. So one of the ways he picks is my team. He'll go into a random game and say, can any of you name an NBA player? And a lot of times he goes in there. First of all, they call, they, they'll say, Mikael Jordan or oh. Mikael Jordash. But then they go, Stephen Curry. It's so weird. <laughs> what the hell? And it happens co- consistently. In NBA 2K? No, he'll, he'll go into a random game. Like, for example, like he'll go into like Roblox. Oh, or he'll okay. go into like Apex or whatever. He'll go into Fortnite. M- Mikel Jordan. So it's, I always think it's kind of funny. What is the, uh, what's the number? Uh, Steph Curry, I feel like, would be a top guy. Kind of similar to along the lines of KD. I'm going to go five. Eight. Nineteen. You. What's his number? Nineteen. I'm going to go 602. All right, uh, I'm going to go Let's, with the number in the 500 range. Wait, wait yeah. <laughs> yeah. Aaron got that was bad. I didn't even give him a hint. He immediately knew like. No, he didn't. Yeah, he didn't need he didn't need any any eye contact from you, Rob, uh, to know that that was a horrible guess. Let's go with <laughs> we'll say 549. Oh, not enough. 535. Dang. 535. But you did uh, two points for Kevin. He closed the gap. Mm-hmm. 48-44. Next one, not Taylor, not Peter. Kevin. Kevin. Blake Griffin. Logical. What's his number? Uh, 19. Mm, eight. 13. 13. Kevin thought I was giving hints, but no, no. No, you're good. What's, uh, what's his number? 13. Uh, 850. <laughs> 595. 571. Five points for Aaron. 561. <laughs> Pretty close. 5346. Pretty he close. needs a seven pointer. Kev, you're good at that one. Here we go. Not the year he or his fans were hoping for. When will he transition from player to actor? Aaron. Aaron. LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron James. What's his number? Hmm. Eighth. Uh, he missed some time with some injury, so I think he's yeah. pretty low on the list. I'm going to go 22. 25. Yeah, the, the injury time he missed yep. was quite substantial. What is, uh, what's his number? Let's go with uh, 537. It's actually pretty close to what I was thinking, so I'll go a little bit lower. 519. Holy, sh- that's exactly correct. That is a 10-pointer. That is a 10-pointer. Let's go! Fantastic. Kevin pulls a unicorn out of his pocket. So that's two points for Aaron, but that's 10 points for Kevin, who just took the lead oh, with that 10-pointer. 56-55. Here on Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. Kevin can koozie so far. So can Aaron, but that was cool. I, cool. I was very impressed with that. Wow. Thanks thanks for guessing that, Aaron. Otherwise, I never would have gotten it. Wow. Nicely I done. was going to go 534, but I didn't want to go too close to you. Well, it, it worked out. It worked fit. out. <laughs> Our advice worked, man. Yeah, you didn't go you. too close. Thank you. Appreciate yeah, it. Next one. Appreciate it. Basketball is in his blood. Oh, okay. Ooh. 
Washington State for college. A Western Conference shooting guard. The Warriors. Aaron. Aaron. Clay Thompson. Wow. 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 Good job. What is his number? 14. 13. He's 11th. What are we thinking for his overall number? 584. 603. 569. Nice. So it is two. Aaron takes a, a quick lead by one point. Got it back again. Next one. He is one of four brothers. Only one Eastern Conference team in his career. In a way, he is similar to Randy Moss. The Bucks. Aaron. Aaron. Giannis Antetokounmpo. That's a great answer. Yep. Freak. Freak. Yep. Freaks. Yep. Yep. Freaks. What is his number? Two. Two. He is three. Ooh. Which begs the question, who's two, right? Yeah. <laughs> What's his number? I know who two is. Um, Giannis is six twenty. Six sixty-five. Nope, nobody gets anything. Six forty-nine. I was oh, I said six sixty-five. Okay, no. That you did. Yep, sorry. Sorry. Little, yeah, a little outside. Yep. So two more for Aaron as he builds his lead. 59, 56. All right, this next one has only one clue. So pay attention. Only one clue. Okay. The Minnesota Timberwolves. Kevin. Carl Anthony Towns. Wow. 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 What is his number? <laughs> uh, Maybe he's number two. I'm going to go seven. Have we done five yet? I'm going to go in five. He's eight. Oh. Close. Very close. What's his number? 638. 597. Oh, 599. So close. That's five points for Aaron. And two points for Kevin. 58-64. It's a close one. Not we have um, got about six left. So coming out of the wire here. A Western Conference power forward. Kentucky for college. Orange Viking John. Kevin. Kevin. Julius Randall. Logical. Yep, good old Orange Julius John Randall. What's his number? 13. 30th. He is 28. 13? Jeez. Drinking too much Julius. He's 28th. 28th. Sure. What's his number? 489. Hmm. 513. Oh, you both just missed it. 501. Mm. 501. But that's still two, two for you. 6460. John, him, and Ringo. Kevin? Kevin. Paul George? Paul George. The Beatles. John, Paul, George, and Ringo. Probably my favorite all-time clue. <laughs> okay. What is his number? I think he's second. You gotta be kidding me. This is the one I knew it was second. You're saying second? Two, yeah. Sixth. What? What? He is second. You got no, Max. No, he's, he's, sixth. Right. he's sixth. He's, he's sixth? sixth? Yeah. What is his number? Uh five eighty two. 
607. That is exactly correct. 607. That's a bad guess, by the way, Kevin, because Carl Towns was eighth and he was 599. Well, sorry, I don't remember that from five questions ago. It was two questions ago. Oh, that's a that's a that's wow, a harbinger of kind of cool. You both got ten pointers. Very look, cool. Look at that. And you got the uh, the two points, of course. Sixty two seventy four. Aaron is pulling away a bit with that 10-pointer. <laughs> but you've got a 10-pointer of your own, so there's still time. Next one. An Eastern Conference big man. USC for college, which I did not know. Florida. Aaron. Aaron. L. Horford. You an idiot. Again, USC for college. I know. Well, he said Florida. That's true. The Magic. There's two teams in Florida, by the way. NV. That's what I thought. Kevin. Kevin. Nick Vucevic. Nick Vucevic is correct. What is his number? 30. No. 25. He is fifth. Oh. Fifth. The disrespect. So oh, my God. Knowing that he's fifth, what's his number? <laughs> That's unbelievable. Uh, six. 663. 663? What's your guess? Hmm. 621. That is within that is within 10. He is 613. Remember the person one after him was 607. That is five points. And what uh, I get, I get my you get two. Your two. Yep. Yeah, give, give, give the I'll take two. my two. It's seventy nine sixty four. You still time, man. There's still time. There's four <laughs> left. There's four left. That's a, That's forty eight possible points. Oh my goodness, Kevin. Yeah. How many of those will I actually get? Eight. <laughs> His, <laughs> that's actually probably true. His initials are ammo. Are what? Ammo. Eastern Conference shooting guard. One team in his career. Florida for college. I think Aaron. Aaron. Bradley Beal. Wow. 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 Good job. What is his number? I'm not even going to get eight points. <laughs> uh, let's guess. go. Have, has 10 been called? 10. He feels 10 to me. 15? He is second. Ah! I How, even thought right? about it in my head. I'm like, can he be the number That's two? That's the guy. He's number two. That's unbelievable. What's his uh, what's his number? Six fifty-nine. You both get five. Six sixty-eight. Six sixty-eight. Oh, and then you get the two for Bradley Beal. Nope. Eighty-six to sixty-nine. Three left. Former Lakers guard. Aaron. Aaron. D'Angelo Russell. Logical. You might not get any of those two pointers you were talking about, Kev. I got five, so I'm still on pace for my What's eight. the number? Uh, Guesses? Come on. Seven. Fifteen. Fifteen is correct. Oh. It's only two points, unfortunately. I probably should have made that worth more, but that's all we oh, said. Well, I'll worth. take what I can get at this point. What is his so number? Stupid. Uh, five. 
adding for year two just to keep it. 73. 554. Oh, I was pulling for you. 556. Five points, though. Five points. He's getting there. 88-76. There's two left. So you got a chip in a chair, my friend. A chip in a chair. The down low. His college would give away who he is really, really easily. Western Conference point guard. His teammate was already on this Kevin. list. Damian Lillard. Logical. The DL. Yeah. yeah, if you say like Weber State, everyone would know. Like you know exactly who it is. What's his number? <sighs> Guesses? Guesses? Seven. That was literally the number I was going to say. So say it if that's I got a seven. Seven? Yeah. It is nine. Ah. You guys are close. So knowing he's ninth, what is his number? <laughs> Five. 41. Oh, my goodness, Kevin. Um, 594. Five for Aaron. I'm not making fun of you, but your inability to remember numbers is your yeah, downfall. Yeah, you know what? I'm it's I'm off work. <laughs> I don't care about numbers right now. Oh. I got a number you should care about. Ninety three seventy six is the cool. score currently. Perfect. Well, no, sorry, you got seventy eight because you got your two. Yeah. So yeah. now when it's I not- get when I get this whole thing right, I'm gonna beat Aaron and I'm gonna walk out of here and take my shirt off and run in the street. And all I'm gonna say is, again, he talked about how numbers aren't important. Well, he's down fifteen. The most you can get in a question is fourteen. Actually, no. It's 10, 2, and 2. That's 14. Damn. Unless he'll give you... If I get it all right, Aaron, will you give me the win? You're going to get the trifecta? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, all, right. all right. But you're going to run out there with your yeah, shirt I'll, off. I'll take my shirt off and I'll lay down in the street. Do a, make a little make a little street angel. We're all losers then. <laughs> <laughs> and Kevin surely will be because, for the record, the street's busy out there. Yeah, it, it is. is. <laughs> all right, here we go. Not the Spurs. Aaron. Aaron. Kawhi Leonard. Logical. And that is all she wrote. I'm going to go to mall and I'm going to take my shirt off. I'm going to scare everyone. I thought Aaron might just blow it because he really wanted you to have your shirt off. <laughs> oh, What's his number? Oh, man. Nah, let's say seventh. We haven't had a 30 yet, so it's 30. That's correct. 30. What? Yeah. We hadn't had a 30 yet. Kawhi's 30th? That's shocking. So what's his number? Vucevic is 5. Kawhi's 30th. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What's up with the world right now? Well, remember, but remember, it's it's the team atmosphere. Okay. He's not the only one taking shots up there in, in the great north. I well, yeah, because there's a lot of players on that team that are, like you said, putting yeah, up shots. Yeah. Exactly. That's mm-hmm. why he's so low. So how low is he? He's 30th. We already established do you that. To, do you want me to tell you? <laughs> well, you're, you're first. You okay, got it right. I'll give you a hint to get you in the ballpark. Cool. Thanks. 487. 473. You both get you would both get five points. 483. So your final. Oh, hey, look at that. He hits a century mark. The scoreboard doesn't go up anymore. Oh, it doesn't go that high. <laughs> you broke it. So it's 185. Pretty close. Pretty good game. We I both got a 10-pointer, which was impressive. Yeah, I, I thought that was good. Game. I love the fact that Kevin spent the first eight points rubbing in that he was up 8 nothing on me. <laughs> no, see, here's then the I, thing. Then I hung 100 was, on him. It was, more th- it was the first eight questions. It was the first 16 points. And then you finally... 
decided to get some of those right. I stopped reading the Twitter messages. We got Kobe over here getting his 80-something, but we got Wilt over here getting his 100. Oh, I like that. New nickname for next week. <laughs> yeah, Aaron Wilt. Gross Aaron Wilt gross <laughs> I'll take Kevin Kobe Draves all day, and Rob can just be the bear paw. I'll be whatever, man. <laughs> well, that's going to wrap it up for this week's edition of The Howl. Uh, again, you can find us on Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel Wednesdays from 2 to 5 p.m., Saturday mornings from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Those times are central. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever great podcasts are found. Uh, find us on iTunes and Spotify. Leave us a rating and a review. Tell us how we're doing. Find us on Twitter at The Howl Radio. Interact with us. We would love to hear from you. Uh, for Aaron, for Rob, and myself, until next week, let me get a howl. Introducing the Roadcaster Pro Podcast Production Studio. The Roadcaster Pro is a true world first all in one console solution for podcasters of all levels, featuring four microphone channels, Bluetooth, USB, and TRRS inputs, eight color coded sound effect pads, four high power headphone outputs, and more. The Roadcaster Pro is professional podcasting made easy. Available in stores this December. Visit www.road.com for more information. Once again, that's www.rode.com. Introducing the Roadcaster Pro Podcast Production Studio. The Roadcaster Pro is a true world first all in one console solution for podcasters of all levels, featuring four microphone channels, Bluetooth, USB, and TRRS inputs eight color-coded sound effect pads, four high-power headphone outputs, and more. The Roadcaster Pro is professional podcasting made easy. Available in stores this December. Visit www.road.com for more information. Once again, that's www.rode.com.